Welcome to the At The Moment Podcast, where we talk about what's going on at this moment with the BAP community here at OU. I'm Joy. I'm Layla. I'm Odessa. I'm Anaya, a dance performance and choreography major, marketing minor, fourth year here at Ohio University. I'm the president of the Athens Black Contemporary Dancers, and I'm a part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Epsilon Iota Chapter. I am Tanaya Stevens. I am a journalism major, news and information track. I am a senior here. I am a part of the Ohio University track and women's track and field team, and I'm also the vice president of Morgan's Message. Period, period, period. So, y'all, last week we had the men on here. Okay. Um, hmm. They was doing a whole lot of talking. They was doing a whole lot of talking. They had a good, you know, a good little episode. But this our week. This it's our time. This is our Make week. Room. Okay? Okay. The girls are here. Okay? Point blank period. Um, <laughs> so, first of all, Anaya, T, thank y'all so much for being here. Thank you We're for so having We're so happy us. to have both of y'all. Um, so, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, so first, we want to talk about um, the social awareness um, as a black woman that you have to have here at OU. Um, so how do you carry yourself being a black woman? And like, what challenges come with being a black woman and how you carry yourself at OU? Go ahead, girl. <laughs> looking at you. You looking at me. Um, honestly, you, I always have to think about the fact that like, people do look at you a different way because of uh, you being at a PWI. People always have some type of preconceived notion. White, black, doesn't matter who you are. So um, being also a part of some, you know, organizations and uh, teams and whatnot, you have a kind of a face and a big face, a big reputation that you have to uphold. And any little mistake, anything you say, anything you do, um, you're put on the back burner for it. So you have to be mindful, be aware of who you are, how you go about things, how you approach things um, via, like, in person or in social media. So you have to understand, like, when you take things that are, like, with a big reputation, be mindful of what you're doing. Definitely. Um, I'm the only black person in my year in my major. So like most of the classes I go to, I am the only black person, the only person of color, Mm -hmm. the only little spice. Everybody else is just white girls, (laughs) even the professors. (laughs) So it's like, I'm just looked at in a different lens and with like an extremely focused telescope. So if I'm not in class that day, everybody knows it. It's real easy to spot out. If I do something wrong or make a mistake, it's seen very differently than when they make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So it's just like you just got to carry yourself, I guess, hold yourself to like a higher standard because people are always waiting on you to mess up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I feel like the spotlight is always on us as black women Mm -hmm. just because like that is how the world works. Like we have always stuck out and I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a thing that we can use to our advantage, but I do think the spotlight is always on us. So it's like you always have to present your best self, be your best self, no matter what. Yeah. I was going to say, we're also always expected to like take the high road, even when we don't want to. Like when we face microaggressions, Mm -hmm. we're singled out. Like Anaya was saying, she's the only black person in our class. So she's expected to like 
you know, just take the high road when she's faced with, like, adversity Mm -hmm. and kind of being expected to be on top game. We don't really get to have an off day as much, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And then when you do push back, you're the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. Right, so right, it's right. like, and then everybody acts like they have to tiptoe around you right. and all this stuff. And really, you just were standing up for yourself. Yeah, like I'm not even mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. but since I'm speaking out for myself, now you think I'm this angry black woman, and exactly. I'm just really speaking on who I am and what I stand for, and that I'm not taking whatever you're trying to like put onto me. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. setting boundaries. Yeah, they don't like that. Nope. <laughs> no, oh, no. not at all. Cause it's it's cool when they do it. It's probably when I do it. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> I, don't I see that. I see what you do. I see what you do there. I, I see you had that. I speak in TikTok language. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs> I just got a TikTok, y'all. <laughs> what? A no. no. I be sending them to my friends all day. So if you got They're my like, TikTok, we saw it six I'm going to send you anything. <laughs> we saw that. I know. They're like, you see this street? This is savage. She's like, right, no. you heard of the renegade? And she's like, I be trying yeah. to learn all the dances, but I'm I'm like, I can dance, but I am no TikTok dancer. That is so difficult. You get the hang what? of it. But it is. I can't do it. Yes, you can. It takes me a minute. Oh, <laughs> I'm so weak. But, um, Anaya, I think, like, kind of what you were talking about um, kind of goes into, like, how we care ourselves, like, emotionally and academically. Um, because, like, like you said, when we go into these classrooms, nine times out of ten, we are going to be the only person that looks like us in those settings. Or even, like, me... And uh, Layla, we have our journalism class together. There's three black women, one black man, Adam. Um, our professor's black, so, like, that's, like, a hey, plus. Hey. He's also our advisor, <laughs> so it's, like, shout out to Mark Turner. Yeah, like, oh, you yeah. have Mark. Yeah, love I love Mark. Me too. I love Mark so much. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, like, it's so easy. Like, in my history class, it's, like, one of, like, in, like, one of the smaller, like, lecture halls or whatever. I'm the only black person in that class. Mm-hmm. And so, if I'm missing, they gonna know. Mm-hmm. But if it's, like, if somebody else was missing, like, it wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even go over my professor's mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. But simply because it's so easy for me, just how I look, like, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, oh, Joy's not here today. So, mm-hmm. I probably could get taken <laughs> off for attendance, but somebody else missing, they probably wouldn't even think about it right. and be like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but no, like, again, when you are there, do they even notice? Because, right. like, they don't really pay that much attention to you anyway. So, mm-hmm. it's like, unless it's a black topic. And then they're right. like, what do you think? Then they're like, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you like to explain this? Like, my sophomore year, one of my professors asked me to explain what microaggressions and code switching is. Be for real. Oh, wow. I was like, are you serious? Whose job is this? Who gets paid? <laughs> like, that is serious. like, I see what you're doing. Right. And you're doing it, you're doing it poorly. Mm. And you know the smile that white people do, the little smirk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're trying to be real friendly? He did that. And I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> yeah, and then wow. you feel pressured. And if you say no, they're like, <sighs> like they expect you to do it. Like, it's not yeah, my job. Yeah, like we can't say no. Racism. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You feel put on the spot. Like, I swear, Google is a very widely used resource. (laughs) You can Google it. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it is not my job to educate you on stuff. And what's that got to do with dance? (laughs) (laughs) I digress. I digress. I digress. (laughs) But it'd be like, sometimes it even be like them just like indirectly. Like, if you're talking about like microaggressions, code switching, like Mm -hmm. civil rights. I'm in the 1960s history Mm. class right now. Mm -hmm. Civil rights. Making eye contact with me when we're talking about certain stuff. I'm like, be for real. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Like, 
They be looking like, did I say that any right? Comments? Did I get that right? Like, if you have any comments and they look you straight in the eyes, <laughs> yes. no, I don't have anything to say to you, like, at all. So, like, why are we even here? Like, that's not my job. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You get paid to teach this topic, not Amen. Me. Exactly. Right. Am I the professor? No. Y'all gonna like, have to pay me some more for right. that. Yeah, I'm like, Add it to credit. my workforce. Yeah, I'm like, extra credit or anything. I'm like, oh, I'm getting the same grades as everybody else? Oh, okay then. So. Automatic A in the class? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't think so. And networking so. opportunities? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> internship? Like, <laughs> okay. Razzle-dazzle in there. Right. insurance. But I think um, another thing also um, that black women face, the competition um, between, like, black women, um, in some cases, is, like, really prevalent. Mm, I don't know what word I'm trying to say. But it's there. Prevalent? Re- there you go. Prevalent. There, prevalent. There That's what go. I was looking for. <laughs> prevalent. Um, and so one of the things um, about the black community here at OU is that most of our organizations are ran by black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of our organizations are headed by black women. Um, and so... As a black leader, as a black athlete, um, have y'all ever, like, kind of ran into those situations where you feel like somebody's, like, almost, like, in competition with you or, like, trying to, like, Mm -hmm. just top everything that you do Mm -hmm. and not try to be, like, an ally? Are you saying, like, another black individual? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me because my – last year it was only – two black girls and mm, so right. I never saw my other teammate mm. so being in competition has never really been um I would say more so in high school it was that but it was only because um I think it's just like a form of just jealousy mm-hmm. but they don't know how to yeah. express it or yeah, insecurity or envy. Mm-hmm. or envy or just like I just wish I was her in a sense mm-hmm. and like you can be that way or you can feel that way like like oh dang like I admire you and still be like the same age and I feel like that's a that's a like hard thing for people to process like mm-hmm. I admire you and you're younger than me you know that type mm-hmm. of thing and I feel like that's hard for people to even say mm-hmm. so just like admiring takes out and then they just instantly think of jealousy so yeah that takes so much vulnerability though and people yeah. like are not willing to be that vulnerable mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've experienced that. I find that I experienced it more in college than high school, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I got here, I'm like, dang, like, we supposed to be black women uplifting right. each other, and y'all trying to, like, right, right. about it? Like, especially, that's weird. The, especially, <laughs> time. Yeah. especially, like, with our community being so small already, mm-hmm. it's like, you trying to be against me. Like, are we supposed to be for each other. Right. Like, supposed we supposed to be. to be helping each other get to the mm-hmm. next step. Like, we already got other people that's pitted against us already because right. yeah. we're black women. Like, the whole world already against us. Like, so why you want to be against me too? Exactly. Yeah, like, why is it this inside job? And going back to what you were saying about jealousy, <laughs> I think it's even healthy to be like a little like envious or like admire and let it be fire. But people never let it be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They let it instead of like because it hurts their ego so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It becomes this thing where they have to act upon it. And like what Joy was saying, like. Oh, like not sharing like certain things or like yeah. having to talk down to make themselves feel better. It's like that it is okay. So yeah, I'm like, I cannot as, stand as a, a gatekeeper when it comes yes. to certain stuff. I'm like, like <laughs> I'm like, if I don't know it, I'm telling you the truth. I'll tell you a joke, but I'll never tell you a lie. Like, if I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But if I do, I'm like, oh, give me a minute. Let me just scroll through my emails and then get it. Cause yeah. it hurts me none to help you 
Yeah. Even an yeah. inch. Like, yeah. it doesn't hurt me because I see all as like. Because there's so that are many opportunities me. out yes. here yeah. for everybody. Especially, like, everybody is on this little diversity kick right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Real bad. Like, real bad. Real bad. Real bad. Real bad. And so, like, it's space for all of us yep. in these spaces. Mm-hmm. So, you don't gotta. Like, you don't got to go and try to, like, make me, like, be, like, below you or, like, prey on my downfall for you to try and get to where I'm at. Like, if anything, Mm -hmm. I want you to be where I'm at because I understand the experience that you're having as well. And I know how difficult it is for me to get to where I am. Exactly. So I'm going to try to make sure that you get there, too. But a lot of people, like, literally just don't have that mindset. That bothers me. Like, the mentality, like, my mentality is everybody can eat. Yeah, we can all be at the fast. same table eating the same thing. Yep. Yeah. But some people are just so insecure and they don't believe mm-hmm. that everybody can truly be on top at the yep. same time. And they're so That's insecure right. in who they are and what they can and can't do that they like, dang, like you up there, but you, you can't be as up mm-hmm. there as me because I got to be better than you because yeah. there can only be one. Mm-hmm. But like, why can't we all just be sitting up there chilling, mm-hmm. sharing exactly. the knowledge, sharing the wealth? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and I think ooh, one, I one problem is, is that some Women, or just not even women, people in general, they are in one position of being like they've been a leader all Mm -hmm. their life. And then they get put in a position where someone has to take over and Mm -hmm. they never they never have been heard like, hey, like, like, I I got this. Yeah. And when they hear that, it's more so like, well, like, what the heck am I doing? What what am I here for type of thing? And they've never heard of like just relax, sit down type of thing. So then mm-hmm. they start to get mm-hmm. very much defensive, insecure. I think it's the environment <laughs> that, that like, you. I think it's the environment that like you allow yourself to like be in. Like Absolutely. I think the people that you surround yourself with yeah. have a big part yeah. to play in that. Because yeah. like I personally could never like be in a friend group or like a group in general where all we do is tear each other down. Yeah. Like yes. as a black woman, you should be wanting to uplift me. Exactly. Like you we get should, enough of we that should... from the outside. <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna by everybody else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. add exactly. to the fuel. Like exactly. I'm not doing or add to the fire. I'm not doing that. Right. right. So I feel like in like the groups where people are just like we're just tearing each other down. When they like get outside of that, that's just their mentality. Like yep. I always have to be the best. Like nobody can touch me. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who surrounds me, I'm jealous of. I don't mm-hmm. want to see them win. I don't want to see them succeed. I have one thing to add, and this one, this one might, like, I don't know, this one might be real controversial, but <laughs> I think a real point that you brought up earlier, Anaya, about how you experienced it more in college, the reason I think that is because a lot of people aren't coming from predominantly black spaces. Mm. I came from predominantly black high school, so I'm like, oh, my God, my friends, my family, my and then I got some claws coming out. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, hey, I thought it was supposed to be like a community. Yeah. And it's like people saw nothing but competition because what set them apart for so long was them being black. Yeah. See, so when I they came don't... here and you're not the only black person, they're like, well, well now what because they're black and they're better than me yeah. or not better than you I, that was a bad wording but like no, they're, they're also saying. able to come mm-hmm. by twos and tie their right. shoes so now what do I do so yeah. I understand that. instead I of instead an excuse it's, it's no, not, not at all not no at I'm all. just saying I'm saying that's like a lot of yeah. people's like yeah. background their rationale no, for right. it I, yeah. I'm, I'm in that in the sense of I came from predominantly white I went to all mm-hmm. girls Catholic school oh wow I there was eight of us in my class that were black right I was the only like black female athlete in my class, right? Oh my so coming from that, where I never took it as like, oh, I'm big boss type of, type right. of thing. I wanted to, I when we did like when we did like open house, I went straight to all the black girls right. and try to let mm-hmm. them know like, hey, 
this is a predominantly white high school, but I'm gonna let you know right now <laughs> that when you get to the outside, you are not you're not going to be this way. You're not mm-hmm. going to. You got to get comfortable with your community, your yeah. blackness, your mm-hmm. blackness, and white spaces. And you have to understand like it's going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to be top dog. Yep. You're yeah. not, and you got to start talking to your people. So I understand what you're saying because yeah. I know people who were who are black coming from predominantly white schools and then they get to around other black people and they're like oh Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. like I'm not the only one. We're almost there to where we're saying it. It's internalized racism. Yeah, that's yeah, what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That's internalized racism when they meet other black people. They're like, oh, and that's when you start seeing the whole lot of like, well, I don't dress like this. You, they start going for like I'm exterior. Yeah, they start. <laughs> people start going for like the exterior things because like the fundamental things that used to keep them sheltered almost from like racism like mm-hmm. academic things now we're in a college setting now yeah. everybody, everybody got an OU we go to everybody yeah nice. everybody like even like major Come specific on. I know some majors are like all white but like if there are other black people in the room they're like side-eyeing them yeah. but it's because that's what kept them sheltered so yeah. they, they that's something you got to get over first before yeah. you can see these people as your equals mm-hmm. or like you know See, it was a little bit different for me because, like, growing up, I went to predominantly white schools. Mm -hmm. And then in high school, Mm -hmm. I still lived in my predominantly white area, but I went to a school in the inner city. I went to a performing arts high school. Right. Now, there was, I could count on one hand how many white people was in there when I first got to that school. (laughs) Really? So I had a culture shock going into high school. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, there are so many black people. I have never seen this many people (laughs) a day in my life. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, it's just a whole lot of, mm. So that was crazy to me. Then coming to high, I mean, coming to college and mm-hmm. again I'm in a predominantly white space so I was right. just been like jumping back and mm-hmm. forth so I think that really helped me like okay. learn how to be black in black spaces yeah. right. uncomfortable in my blackness coming from a predominantly white background mm-hmm. and then going back into it yeah. and then being from a predominantly white from a predominantly white black background in a black space because okay. yeah. I feel like I was either too white to be with the black kids or too black to be with the white kids. Yeah. Yeah. Then I was just yeah. like, you know, it's me. It's how I grew up. It's who I am. I kind of had like that same experience also because like when I started school, I was like in a predominantly black school. Then I ended up moving and I was like in a predominantly white space up until my ninth grade year of high school. And then I ended up going back yeah. To um, a predominantly black uh, neighborhood. So I definitely learned how to carry my blackness, like, regardless of the space that I was in. Mm-hmm. But I think also one of the things, oh, that's, I know you talked about, like, most of, like, people coming from, like, predominantly white spaces. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had a lot of, like, competition type stuff going on in high school as well from other, like, black women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, simply because, like, I came in and I was just who I was. Yeah. Right. Like, I was just, like, naturally a leader. I was just yeah. naturally, right. like, who I was. And then it also didn't help that, like, I knew, like, some of the dudes that went there as well. Oh, we so, you know, that's already, that's like a whole nother. girls are mean. My man, my man, my man, my man, my man. No, exactly. And it's like, that's my home, like, that's my homeboy. He's like, for everybody. <laughs> for everybody. But, like, that's my homeboy. Like, for, I didn't know him. We have we math together. We're still past. Like, like, like right. So, um, like, I think, like, that also was, like, another thing that I saw. It was, like, me just, like, coming like coming into my high school. And then, like, I came in, like, my 10th grade year. Ended up being, like, HGA president. Um, like, our representative for our class, like, the next year and all this stuff. What like, is- I was, like, getting, like, huh? What's student HG- government? What's SGA, Student Government Association. Oh. 
I never heard of that. I learned how impressed my high school was more and more every day. I'm like, what is that? But yeah, like I came in and like I, I the roles that I had like at my predominantly white high school, like when I was like predominantly at like predominantly white institutions, I also had when I like switched over and I think like I don't know like what it was, but it was like oh she thinks she this like she thinks she all that and everything, and it was like. No, I just know who I am, and I'm just comfortable, like, in my space. And I've always been told, take up the space that you want to take up. Yep. And so I don't, like, they took it as, like, oh, and, like, keep in mind, like, most of, like, the people that went to this high school, like, they have been together since, like, elementary school, like, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Like, they okay. started together, ended together, and type mm-hmm. of stuff. So, like, me coming in and, like, just, like, dominating, I guess, as I did, it was, like, a problem to everybody, mm-hmm. like, all of the black girls or whatever, Literally, this girl tried to fight me because she had an Let's event. talk about it because, baby. <laughs> she tried to fight me because her little event didn't go right or whatever. Her but I'm little. like, girl, that didn't have nothing to do with me. Your advisor canceled the event. And she was like, and she tried to come for, like, me and, like, these other two girls um, at uh, my house. She was like, y'all think y'all all that? Y'all think y'all better than everybody? We was like, girl, we didn't even say nothing. But okay, like, it's giving internalized. But okay, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I definitely do feel like that is an issue with black women. But, like, I think that's an issue outside of us, too. And that's part of my problem because it's, like, we have to fight so hard for the positions that we have, mm-hmm. like, outside of the black community. Why are we doing it within? Like, yeah, why yeah. are we not trying to support each other and, like, like you said, make space? Like, there is room for everyone. It's not so, cute. It's not. It's not. It's also hurtful because it's like we're all we have sometimes. And exactly. Then you, like, think you can exhale and they're like, wait a minute, I also hate you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah. wow, like, we're, this is supposed to be fun. Like, we're supposed to just be keeping it cute. Mm-hmm. Now you're being mean also, like. Yeah, and, but I think, like, also, like, that's why, like, the black women, like, organizations, the organizations that are for, like, multicultural black um, mm-hmm. women on campus are, like, so important. So, like, Ebony Minds, Woman to Woman, Unified Sisters, It Girl to It Girl. Like, those are, like, really, like, I feel like fundamental pieces of the black community Absolutely. because, like, I feel like without those, it would def- I feel like it would be way more prevalent than what it is now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm definitely thankful for, like, all of those organizations and, like, doing what they do, whether it's, like, mentorship or just, like, education, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Like, if we didn't have those, I can only imagine, yeah. <laughs> like, the stuff. They're, they're creating, like, a safe space for women, mm-hmm. like, other organizations, Definitely. like my eboard, for example, we have men on our eboard, so it's hard for us to have like a, a talk where it's talking th- about things like sexual assault and like that. You can't make it as safe of a space, but women to women, Ebony Minds, and all the uh, Unified Sisters, all the orgs you named can guarantee that safe space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every right. time, not just like designated time. So that's, mm-hmm. you know. And the culture they create, like, yeah. The culture they create of black women loving on black women yeah. is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Facts, facts. So switching back over to like college in general, I think um and I think Anaya, you kind of like touched on it a little bit. It's kind of like the stereotypes that we have to face being like black women on um being black women like here, and one of the things is like this like intimidation factor when For like. Sure. <laughs> Or, like, we're, like, confrontational people, like, when we, like, share our opinions in class and stuff like that. And y'all know me. I'm loud. I'm proud. I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say and not going to sugarcoat it. And um, I think, I don't know if it's, like, gotten me into, like, riffs or anything like that. But I think definitely, like, it's, like, been, like, 
a lot of like they be like, oh, like oh, like did you really have to do all of that? Yes, I did have to do all of it that. It was very necessary. It was very <laughs> necessary because what came out of your mouth probably was ignorant mm-hmm. <laughs> in the first place. Not even ignorant. Exactly. It was ignorant, mm-hmm. and you like you need to fix yourself. And you started it, so I finished it. Exactly. <laughs> they don't like, like that. They don't. They don't, they they don't do like, like to that start. Oh, yeah. they love to start it. Oh yeah. Don't like when. But they don't start. like when it come back to them, mm-hmm. and they like they don't be expecting you to like come back. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you yeah. thought I was just gonna sit back here because that's what I do in class usually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not today. Today you got me. Today you yeah. got me. Like I, day. I woke up thirty minutes before this class, so I got a little oomph to me right now. <laughs> so I ain't get breakfast. Today. I ain't like I ain't get breakfast today. I ain't have my Red Bull today. So be thankful. But yeah, um, like have y'all like faced that? How like how did y'all handle it? Like. Um, I definitely feel like there are like certain topics that may be discussed and I know we touched on this a bit earlier but I feel like there are some topics that you have to address because it's like okay like you've made a comment about something that has to do with my race and you think I'm just gonna sit and be quiet like Mm -hmm. and I think that people just think they can kind of like push it under the rug and Mm -hmm. you won't say anything because like oftentimes when we do we're like afraid that we will be the angry black woman but sometimes you have to speak up for yourself and it's like not something that I feel like people expect but it's something that's necessary because there's like a difference between stating your opinion and disrespect yeah not being an angry black woman like I used to be like ooh, let me not say too much I don't want to be the angry black woman Mm -hmm. but now it's like you know what I don't care how they see me I'm gonna say what I need Mm -hmm. to say yeah because y'all need to hear this because y'all yes. are not going to keep coming in here disrespecting me thinking y'all can mm-hmm. keep saying this because I'm the minority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So if you think it's an angry, mad black woman, so be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because right. you really need to do your research <laughs> so you can really know what it is. You ain't yeah. even exactly. my mama yet. <laughs> exactly. All it takes is me not smiling and they're like, oh my God, she's pissed. Like, I, Man. maybe I'm just sitting here. I, <laughs> I, I dislike that. I dislike that. Mm-hmm. I'll be, somebody be like, what you mad about today? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad, hun, but you you want to go there? <laughs> you want to go there. <laughs> but, like, you already have this thought process, like, oh, mm-hmm. like, you think I'm mad because I'm just sitting here and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. Like, don't don't start with me today. Please mm-hmm. don't. I definitely yeah. think that's a thing, too. Like, people expect us to be the initiator. Yeah. And it's like, um, can I just relax? Yeah. Can I just right. be myself no, yeah. in this Like, sometimes space? I just yeah. want to be in my skin. Like, yes. you have to be in my yes. skin and, yes. like, leave right. me alone. Sometimes like, I just want to come in, sit down, do my lecture, and then and leave go. everybody else. Why do I have to mingle <laughs> and network every class? It's like, so funny. <laughs> So, yeah. so nobody's intimidated. Let me walk around and shake hands like I'm the president so everybody knows yeah, I'm not mad today. Right. Yeah, like, like, I don't need to. But like what you were saying, like how you just walk in, you sit down, and you might have, you know, your resting face on. But that's just mm. how you look. Yeah. Me, I have a regular resting face. Mm. So <laughs> generally, that's how I look. And everybody want to be like, you mad, you mad, you mad. I'm not mad. That's how I look. Exactly. But then, you know, white people had a little fake smile. <laughs> I'm not doing a fake smile. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I'm that's not. just, like, cultural differences that yeah. they don't realize. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the little... <laughs> and then you just like, Ooh. I'm not doing that. <laughs> the little... Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Wait, which one is it? Like when you walk past them and y'all and like, like walking down the street <laughs> class or something like that. And, 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 and that's how they acknowledge. 
<laughs> like you didn't mean that. You, you know. didn't mean that. You weren't happy to. And see. they do that oh, when you line. make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, they that's, that's, they feel like they're required to do it. Like I'm not. You don't have to pity me. You didn't have to give me your little grand. Yeah, it's a problem when you don't respond. When you don't respond back with a smile, they get real uncomfortable. They start looking down. Like, oh my gosh, did I just make her mad? Like, no, but I don't know you. There's no reason to be smiling at you. I'm not mad, but like, can we just keep? Can we just keep walking? This one's also hard one. You're not entitled to my kindness. Y'all are mean to me all the time. Why do I have to? Y'all are not entitled to my kindness. You have not earned me. Wait a minute. I'm not entitled to smile or wave at you at all. I'm so weak. That's good though. That's good. Because there's so many times. You know how many white people I count on a daily basis that look like I should be like not here at all. Like I don't have to be nice to you at all. That's a good one. I don't owe you a thing. You're not entitled to my kindness. You're not entitled. I like that one. I'm gonna start using it. Thank when you they know. do the smile, mm, you're not in touch. You're not in touch. Cool, man. Push it. <laughs> Push it. <laughs> Thank you. You're dragging it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the men, yeah. Um. Last week they kind of touched on this. I personally have never like encountered this, but I don't know. Maybe it's like different for me. But um, they talked about um, kind of how. Um, like people like expect certain things of like or I guess like are okay with certain things because they are black Mm -hmm. so like being late to stuff like missing assignments stuff like that like have y'all ever ran into that I'm trying I'm kind of foggy with the question so they talked about how um People like, like expect, yeah, oh, yeah, like, like they people expect like certain stuff out of them. So like they expect them to be like late for class, and they be like, oh, it's okay. Turning stuff late, ask or for turn, extensions. Yeah, and turning all that. in stuff late, asking yeah. for extensions, I mean, stuff like that. I'm not gonna lie, I do be late to class. I do be late. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, but like, but so I don't think it's expectation. No. I'm like, so is but so, do so they. is Caroline. Like, they're so also is Caroline. Caroline. Mm-hmm. and Caroline mm-hmm. and Sophie and Sophie the and Madison that were late. Yeah. And Madison. No, but yeah, I call it. I almost consider it like the Freedom Riders effect. Like they think that we just struggled to get here, <laughs> so when they see us, they're like, oh yeah, you definitely can turn your paper in late. I, I, I'm just glad that you're here right now. Like yeah, that's don't want to be here. Almost like over two mules and a heel. Yeah, no, no, like they're black, so they definitely today. struggled really bad. Five a.m. Just to get here at eleven. Yeah, they're like they're like they're black, so they're really struggling to even be here in college. They're being serious odds here. Definitely gonna have an extension. Like, thank oh you for the God. extension, but oh, why did I need this like white savior complex in exchange? No, because oh Stacy just yeah, got a yes. Yeah, Stacy just got a yes, and she didn't even have to talk to you in person. I had to stay after class and stuff. Like I, I'm having to explain. To Wait, no, no, yeah. no. Wait, hold on. Wait, you just said some of this. Can we talk about the white savior complex and oh, some yeah. of these professors? How much time do we got? Like. It's gonna be a oh my gosh! I had this professor, and it wasn't she wasn't. I'm not gonna tell you I was sitting. I had I like like was interacting with her in because that's just gonna give it away. But oh my gosh, she just did the most like outrageous thing. I'm talking about came up with like a whole story in her head about this racist incident that happened. Wasn't even racist. Like you just mm-hmm. wanted to like be like Miss White Savior that mm-hmm. day, and I was like, girl. Ooh. Everybody, in, everybody, in, everybody that was in the setting, we were all like, "There's no way she just did that." <laughs> I'll talk about emailing, emailing DNI type of stuff, oh. like making it like a real like conduct, equ- like civil rights and equity compliance, like. <laughs> I'm like, girl, are you serious right Mom, now? You're <laughs> and the she problem. was like, serious. I'm talking about emailing me the whole summer about it. Oh, okay. 
Because it did happen like that. that they just want to feel so like good. Yeah, that, that no. And that I'd really... be looking at them like, who do you think you are? <laughs> no, that one You're gets not. them there. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like yeah, that they... is like it's really like mm-hmm. a little kink or something for them. Like, yeah, girl, no, girl, like it gets them going. It's like I did something. Mentor. I had a mentor for one of my scholarships. I had to have a mentor, and so my mentor during the the Black Lives Matter thing during the pandemic. Oh, amen. Oh my gosh, what can I do to support you? Google. You can Google. Not just your that, but questions. I'm like, I'm like me. <laughs> Support me. But since you're on the I, topic, I wasn't like me. That that confuses me. I know, but since we're on the topic, you can send me some money right. and give right. me a recommendation yeah. letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't ever want to go the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Like they just want to go do the you know the bare minimum. They, yeah, not, like not they to want the to they like, want to make it seem like they care. But like to say what that are you going to give me a thousand dollars? Guys, that's my favorite thing. Like when white people feel really uncomfortable, I love to drag it. Yeah, milk it. So like milk it. Oh, like what's going on? What can I do to help you? Actually, I'm you know poor. what? It's been so hard <laughs> being hard. black it's in America. Lot. My <laughs> whole life, I've been dragging this on my shoulders, mm-hmm. carrying it in my backpack every day to school. I mentioned the I mentioned the I be like, like you see the Kusta Kerrier? He my second cousin, the writer, Alex Haley, my second cousin. And like with because of him, I'm here, but still, I need some more support. <laughs> but you know something? Because so when they feel bad, they gonna believe they anything you say. Yeah, they don't hear nothing other than is, support. There's nothing worse than like there's two different types of white saviors. There's the ones who are older who actually will give you money, and then there's like the Canva warriors who will just post a little infographic with the little stats with the like cute brown <laughs> cartoon, and I'm like. You need to Aries, cash at me. Performing. Yeah, they posted up at the riot. Yeah, the, the, picture. Ca- the Canva girl, the filter queens. I'm like, can we? Ooh, can the, we black, black the blackout. The blackout screen. You gotta be a picture like this. Oh, like, that gets me. The black, oh, my God. Hand, holding the hands. Oh, my oh yeah, God. that got me. Oh, that got me. The no, blackout. The black was it blackout well, Tuesday? Well, blackout that got Wednesday? Me. Oh my gosh! I was like, be Half them poster gone. gone. I didn't post. I didn't <laughs> like anybody's now. post because of that. Because I said no. It was a- just. It was so. It was just so bad because you weren't doing anything. You know you weren't doing anything. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but what is a black screen gonna do for me? That and the they simple- still got it up to this day. Yeah, to this day. You some of them deleted it though. Thank God. Like, why? I, honestly, I'd rather you delete it and not post it. Because the simple fact is, at that time and moment, that's when you thought about me. <laughs> but you didn't think about me when old Charlie was over there talking about me in the corner? Charlie. That's, that's when Charlie. That's when you, but you're going to think about me now. I, speaking of that, <laughs> my old coach, he's not even here anymore. So okay. I can talk He's gone. He sent a message, I believe, to all the African Americans on the team at the time. No. This was 2020. Yeah. Send a message saying, I'm going to, like, say something in the sense of, like, I see what's going on. I'm here to support. I swiped and delete that. (laughs) Because it was not, it was nothing, it wasn't sincere. Mm -hmm. And you get messages from, like, I, like, some of my friends from, or people that I said I associated with at that time during high school, not friends, would message me. And I would not understand, I just, I was, like, respectfully do not message me because you don't really care mm-hmm. you like the feeling of feeling as if you did something mm-hmm. and i didn't feel a thing <laughs> so like don't so like the blackout stuff were like uh they thought they did it with that they thought, oh, they, they, thought, they thought they They ate. said, you going to see my page, and when you see that black picture, you're going to know I'm an ally. I'm with exactly. you. Power you know, to the you people. Know the but I haven't did nothing. You know the real tea? 
they be having uncles who are legislators, people in the government that mm-hmm. they know when they yes. get a, when they get arrested, when they get a DUI. But when they're like, oh, someone got shot locally unarmed. Here's Damn. a Canva flyer. You're welcome. I just don't like to just like let's just be let's be real. Mm-hmm. You not you not being real. Mm-hmm. And just be real. Yep. <laughs> you know that was wrong. Yeah, I don't I don't BFFR. like BFFR. <laughs> no, exactly BFFR cuz I feel like it's it's only performed because you're not using your full on privilege. You're giving me like fifty percent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have more. Use your white yeah, privilege. Fifty was really mad about it. Yeah, exactly. If you're, but I also feel like if you really cared about the issues, and I think also like this can kind of go like on the flip side with like black people as well, because like we kind well I'm not gonna say we, but they be doing it sometimes too. Like it takes something like huge to happen for people mm-hmm. to care about issues and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yes, and it'd be like you don't even care. It's just something that's popular in the it's media trendy. right now it's yep. trendy yep. and so and you use down. it right mm-hmm. so you're using it as a trend and then mm-hmm. two two months later you're never gonna hear about it again never. Two, exactly. months, two months later you're not gonna hear about it exactly. a or year they, after it happened you're not gonna hear about it again mm-hmm. like it's you're never gonna hear about it a fetish it of wanting to feel like they did something like and you don't you're not doing nothing I think mm. I think fetish was a beautiful word to use because it no, seems like really. it. It's like it's, it's a addicting. It's addicting. Yeah, it's an addiction because they like itch a little when they yeah, twitch like, a little. Oh my God. God. I, just, I just made somebody's day. You did, did it. You did it. You did it. You did it, baby. It's like a real fetish. It definitely is. It just makes them feel good. Mm. I don't know. It's it's addictive. Like how it's working, like, pe- like, like how working out makes some people feel good. Like that make them feel good. Yeah, yeah it's they're like caffeine. Like, like it's <laughs> got to do it every day. Got to have well, it. I it's like they need Starbucks. Yeah, they need to tell us that they feel bad for us. Yeah, it's like they like it. Like thanks, thanks for reminding me of my depression. Yeah, thank you much. Thank you for reminding me that I forgot that I was in this. Triple espresso with a. Tasha feeling good about shopping. Races. I was waiting for a whole <laughs> just three pumps of this that. Is a Kevin Hart and Carmen Macchiato thing. I thought she was about to say that. She said it's espresso Who's, with a tad. Wait, what? Uh, What'd you say? I said I need three pumps of espresso and three pumps of. I thought she was giving a real order. Like I was waiting for like a caramel macchiato order. I was like, please. Three pumps of espresso is crazy. No. Yeah, but you also need those three pumps of feeling better about yourself. (laughs) No, they do. Today, whatever that means to you, to help your white savior complex. (gasps) Speak on it. Hello. Speak on it. It's like that morning coffee. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. All right. So moving on to our next topic, mental health. Um, T, I know you are in. I'm gonna say it wrong, so say the name. Morgan's message. Morgan's message. Yeah. Um, can you like kind of like give us like a little like just like a little rundown of what Morgan's message is and how it like helps our athletes? Yes. So Morgan's message. Uh, this is the first year on campus. Um, like I said, I'm the vice president of it. It is a student athlete oriented. Well. We say student athlete, but it's basically for anybody to just a, another safe space. Um, it was in the wake of a Duke lacrosse player. Her name was Morgan Rogers. She was like a mental health advocate and then lost her life to mental health. So um, it's like, I don't want to say wrong, but a lot of like several schools in the nation are high school and colleges have Morgan's message. Um, we have like dedication games. We just have one for field hockey. We have one tomorrow. The 29th for the 29th tomorrow's 29th mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um soccer game every sport gets a dedication game um and it's just just the trying to stop the stigma with mental health with student athletes with coaches 
trainers, anybody who's in the sports and who's, you know, supporting sports as well. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't like everybody here. Uh, you're an athlete. Anaya, you're a dancer. Layla, journalism is just all like, that's just a whole nother story. And, and I'm then, Odessa. And <laughs> Period. And then Odessa, me and Odessa are just on like 50 million e-boards. Because uh, <laughs> you, I cut it off at two. Anyway. I worry about you. Not too much. I worry about you. Not too much, not too much. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so how do y'all, especially like with y'all busy schedules, on top of academics and everything that goes into just like college life how do you balance college life and your mental health mm-hmm. i'll take a nap <laughs> <laughs> um, i took one today yeah i needed that find <laughs> some type what brings me back to what like my roots mm-hmm. so very spiritual so obviously listening to gospel music or you know Listen, like listen to a sermon. Shout out to Mike Todd because that's mm-hmm. my guy. Mike Todd, is. Mike Todd's mm-hmm. my homie. Mm-hmm. But it's nice looking stuff. You know, like getting away from the things that might trigger that thing that is causing you to get into this like depression or like anxiety, and like calling your family or you know meditation. Just finding something that is like low maintenance but has a big effect. Right. Um, I definitely personally feel like I still struggle with balancing my mental health in college just because I am the type of person to put a lot on my plate mm-hmm. and like not balance things out the way I should. Yeah. And I shouldn't do that because I stress easy, mm-hmm. but I do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and we live and we learn. But I definitely feel like, um, like you said, I'm religious too. So prayer mm-hmm. and Talking to my family helps, but, like, sometimes it is still just a lot. Like, sometimes I just cry it out. Like, sometimes, you know, just watch TV, just take a break just from reality, like, put things on pause. But I definitely am still coping with that. Therapy's helpful, but we still working, still working. So, yeah. Progress. When you don't feel guilty for the things that you should be, like, self-care, that's when you know you're doing it right. Mm -hmm. Because I I struggled with, like, my freshman year. Like, I would be so stressed out, and then I would be like, oh, let me watch TV. But then when I was watching TV, I would start to stress Mm -hmm. out because I'm like, okay, I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. doing. But at the same time, it's just like, tonight, like, you're not, you can't do that right now. Like, you need to calm down. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're so stressed out. So now getting to the point where I'm like, no, let me take a break for yeah. real. Let me let me go listen. Let me go for a drive. Let me call my mom. Let me listen to some music. Let me go cry in the shower real quick, <laughs> even though I just took one. Like, <laughs> let me just take a break and then like collect my things or go to bed mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely prioritize so I don't get there too often or stay in it too long. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do I need to do? What needs to be done first, and what's gonna take the longest? Yeah. So it's going to take a long time instead of waiting to the last minute like I used to. Yeah. I'm going to try to do like a little bit every day so I don't feel so overwhelmed myself, mm-hmm. even though it is a bigger task. Because I would normally like wait to the end like, dang, now I got all this to do. <laughs> right. But it's like I did that to myself. So if I trick my brain like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit each day. Or if this isn't due till two weeks from now, I'm going to make the due date on my 
planner, my calendar, like mm-hmm. three days before it's due. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know I'm a procrastinate at the end of the day. So <laughs> yeah. Me too. At least if I see it due three days before it's actually due, I'm going to start doing it like a few days before it's mm-hmm. actually due. Yeah. Um, so just like tricking myself and doing random little like mind tricks for mm-hmm. me like that, mm-hmm. as well as like prayer and like Bible study, mm-hmm. but like also doing that with other people. Yeah. Because yeah. like I can do it by myself and that's all I find in Dandy mm-hmm. and I read it and I understand it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But like being around other people who have like higher spirits and like feeding off of their energy mm-hmm. and like discussing it with them just makes me feel a whole lot better. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think people um, also sometimes like forget that self-care doesn't have to be by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like some people genuinely like get like into like sad like depression and like anxious or whatever when they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. So like some people like feed off of other people's energy. And so uh like that can be self care for you, like being around other people. So um I definitely think like that was something I had to realize too is that like yeah. I'm like I call myself an omnivert because <laughs> once that social battery gone, oh it's gone. Right. But it's like Amen. sometimes True. But it's like some especially and I think I realized this like especially during COVID because like during COVID <laughs> whew, mental health zero out of ten. Real non-existent. Bad. Like real, real bad. If, real I, didn't, if I didn't have real to, bad. I wasn't going to. It was, Even if I have to. I I'm still know. not going right. to. <laughs> I don't know if I was going to. You get it when you can. Yeah. Right. But it was like Eventually. just like being so like isolated, like by myself, having to be in the house, like mm-hmm. basically like 24-7. Yeah. Like I was just like fiending for some interaction. <laughs> like I was like, God, something, please. And then especially like going back to like like spirituality and all of that. So I don't consider myself like religious, but I am Christian. Um, that's another topic. <laughs> but um like just like even like being away from church for so long, Ooh, like girl. that took a toll on me. Cause it's like mm-hmm. online services, online sermons. Like yeah, they be good. Like they hit the spot, but it's just like mm-hmm. a Not different energy when you like actually like in a church house, and, like correct around people that are like worshiping. Like you can with feel you. it. Yeah, yeah, like you can. I like, never. I haven't been to physical church service where I felt connected to God since twenty nineteen. Yeah. I, I'm saying because it's a sense of community. And like, it's not mm-hmm. just church. I'm it's, around it's church. I've with. been around church since because I'm a preacher's daughter. So I've oh, been around yeah. every art, any type of church. So mm-hmm. I'm like, right. that's my that's my place. Mm-hmm. But now I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do. It. I literally walked out of church one time because I was like, Mom. Yeah, I went and to I normalize that, and I can't find nothing that I, I like. Feel just, good here. You, you can't. I was say, no, I went walking to walking out when you don't feel it. It doesn't feel genuine. It, I don't. Yeah. So I, I went to. Like, I went to Easter service. Yeah, I went to Easter service here. I was like, okay, I've been to church all year. At least I can do, you know, go to a little Easter service. I should have stayed in my bed yeah. and just watched. Turned on my church at home Zoom. on the live stream. Yeah, <laughs> got on the Zoom call. Lasting Kirk Franklin. That's what I should. No, <laughs> but literally, because I could have listened to Slump in my bedroom and been okay. Brighter day <laughs> would have been a brighter one. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, ooh, back to um, like the like whole like balancing like college life and mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because like I grew up in the church also. Yeah. Um. And the church can be a little, depending on what church you go to, I will say that. It got a little toxic energy sometimes. Absolutely. Girl for sure. well, especially, especially. <laughs> when they pass that basket around. 
Especially like the old heads in the church. Mm. It's real. It's real bad. And so I think like. I have stories. Like coming from like, I want to say it took me up until like my maybe like senior year to like be like, okay, maybe I do need therapy. Mm, yeah. Because I was so like, oh, God will fix it. Yeah. Like, oh, I can just pray about it. And mm. yes, you can, but there's something wrong sometime, with both. But sometimes God be telling you to a go get you go. Sometimes God be telling you, you know, go get go get your help. Yes. Because like I ain't trying to like preach or nothing. No, but, but, I, like, I agree. <laughs> but like I think like sometimes like people forget that like we live in like a worldly world. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. just that. And so like like the Bible literally says, like faith without faith it's without works dead. is dead. Yeah. So if you're not putting in the work here, God can't do what He need to do mm-hmm. to exactly. make you better. Exactly. And so like I think like therapy is like one of those things, and I feel like especially in like smaller like congregations, they just have like these like really like negative connotations about mm-hmm. therapy. And sometimes like it can't, it don't even have to be that you like depressed or anything like that. Sometimes you just need somebody to talk to and just like rant for a second. And that might, whether that's like a therapist or a friend, whoever it is, like I just started going to therapy and honestly and truly like my shoulders feel like a hundred, like I probably have like let go of like 50% of the stuff Mm -hmm. that I have been carrying for like the past like two years. Yeah. Cause like. When I say I was just going through it, just like it was just beam me, beam me, beam me, beam me, beam me. And it's like when you have like bad, like when your mental health is not straight, yeah. it starts affecting everything. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Physically, mentally, emotionally, academically, like mm-hmm. everything was just going to like it was just gone. Right. Yeah. Last semester, gone. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I was doing, honestly, because half of the time, it was, you know how, like, you just forget about everything when it's, like, you just traumatized? Yeah. That's how it was. I can't tell you nothing about last semester because I do not remember. <laughs> it's a blur. <laughs> it's well, literally a blur. Because yeah. what happened? <laughs> yeah. I was just no, but I, oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> 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 my, fresh, my first year, I had... The worst first year. I I don't know how I'm here. I don't know how I'm at Ohio University. I don't know how I'm alive. I like went through complete depression, mm-hmm. suicidal, contemplated suicide, like that. You know that bridge by Bentley almost jumped it. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, like my whole family is preachers. Preachers. My dad's a preacher. My goddad's a preacher. My stepdad's a preacher. My uncle's a preacher. My uh, grandfather's a preacher. So I'm around preachers all my life mm-hmm. and all of them continually said like get back into your word where you're in like a secular you know environment That's now not always like, enough though exactly mm-hmm. and then i told him i said without i said god put therapists on this earth for a reason yeah. he didn't make people to there's people have gifts and i believe the gift is healing. therapy and mm-hmm. healing is a part of that and i said I told my dad I was like, like I know you, I know you want to hear the, you want to say the, you know, the word type of thing, but I also need to go to therapy. Yeah, and so to like understand that was like very hard for them to hear, but also hard for me because it was uncomfortable to say like, I gotta go to therapy. Like, yeah. I need to talk to somebody mm-hmm. like now. Mm-hmm. And so like balancing that with like balancing the Christian secular therapy type of thing was like wild uncomfortable mm-hmm. unusual thing but it's necessary yeah. mm-hmm. and it's necessary in the black community because we are 
more vocal about Christ, more vocal mm-hmm. about our religion. Right. And we are so uncomfortable with the thought of therapy. Because yeah. we don't like talking about our problems. Mm-mm. That's just that's just plain and simple. We don't right. like talking about our problems because every time we talk about our problems, we got an attitude or we look mm-hmm. stupid or we mm-hmm. sound crazy or we or doing you too much young, or, or you, you too complaining. Young. Or, yeah, yeah. too young to be straight. Like there's right. to being sad or something. You too young yeah. to be straight. Exactly. Like, so, like, un- just having the understanding and, like, just, like, knowing, like, you do need therapy. I yeah. highly suggest everybody yes. one session. And mm-hmm. if you don't like it, okay. But if you do, just understand, like, try. it's okay. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to say too much. And you <laughs> don't have to, you really don't have to say nothing at all. Just like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing okay. Or like, I'm cool. I just want to be here so I can see what this therapy thing's about. Mm-hmm. But I highly suggest it. Yeah. yeah. I was just about to say, um, not to call you out anything, Joe, but I'm I'm very happy that you, you are like taking that initiative and not, you know, because I've been saying this since the beginning of the school year that I'm worried. I'm like, you're involved in a lot of stuff and I know that it is going to run you dry, especially being an RA. Being an RA, just an RA is enough. Well, so, got it. So, so it, you, it, like, you know, like I was an RA, it was really hard. So, like, I'm proud of you guys for like balancing and kind of getting that help when you realize you needed it and like normalizing that conversation and letting people know. Because a lot of people will go to counseling and not be out loud about it. Yeah. But I think it's important if, you know, within reason now, if you're going for some serious stuff and it's like your thing, then it's your thing. But I think it is really healthy and good to be saying it out loud. Yes. Um, But also going back to what T was saying about utilizing the resources, like not everybody has Mm -hmm. access to a therapist. So if we have them, we should be using them within, Mm -hmm. you know, reason. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, God's blessing us with these resources. So, you know, I want to utilize that because not all I even have friends who don't have that access. So I want to, you know. Yeah. Me too. Like, definitely. I definitely want to go to therapy. I just have to make time for it and yeah. prioritize it so first. Nice. So I'm no that's, longer worried about the joy and I'm worried about like, the Therapy <laughs> isn't always going to somebody. Uh-huh. Therapy mm-hmm. is also, let me, like, go for it. Like, it's self-care, but also just going for a walk or just, mm-hmm. like, finding somebody to do the do something that is not what you're supposed to do. And that mm-hmm. does come with prioritizing, but that also just comes with the understanding like this I need to get away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Painting. I, I, I highly yeah. suggest yeah. painting cuz it's like a lot of just like Sometimes yeah. it's just like sitting in your room just staring at the ceiling, yeah. listening yeah. to music. Like mm-hmm. literally, I do that so much and it's like the most like common thing ever mm-hmm. to me. Whether it's like gospel or just like any honestly anything like Cause like I just all like I've always been like just like within music like yeah. music has mm-hmm. always been something that I've done mm-hmm. and so um, like <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> but like I think like um, see how you was talking about like getting back to your roots like that's just one of the things that just mm-hmm. like music just takes me back to my roots and whether that's like writing music or whether that's listening to music whether that's me singing at the top of my lungs <clears throat> in the shower like whatever it is like just getting back to like what I love and like something that like doesn't cause me stress like I know mm-hmm. that it's gonna calm me it's like always like I just always go back to it see yeah. for me that's dancing I'll play my gospel playlist go to the studio and just dance go. and cry it out like that's my in. thing mm-hmm. that is literally my thing i'm like you know what i'm not feeling it but i don't have class today so <laughs> we're just gonna go figure it out yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's like my time to talk to god yes. like but i'll talk to him through dance yeah personally mm-hmm. so that's my thing i might even speak while i'm dancing Absolutely. so like i do a combination of all the things mm-hmm. and then like back to what you were saying odessa mm-hmm. like 
using the therapist that you have and on top of that using the discernment in your relationship with God yeah. Yeah. to discern whether or not that's a good fit for you like mm-hmm. that therapist specifically is a good fit for you or yeah. this form of self-care is a good fit for you yeah. like it's not one or the other like they yeah. definitely have to be used mm-hmm. together system. one mm-hmm. thing therapy has taught me is how to connect with God in my own way mm-hmm. you've seen it so many ways by default like I got a relationship with God because of going to church and you doing all these things, and ushering and praise dancing and singing in the choir and, you know, all these things. But, like, I got to college and I said, do I really have, like, a connection with God? Do I Do I even really, like, or am I just, like, under my mom and dad's shield? And, like, it took me from understanding, like, like, just understanding, like, without him, I can't do anything. But it has to be with my understanding. So, like, talking to him, like, bro. <laughs> you working my nerve today, dog, but I know that you're doing it for a reason. But like understand like that is therapy for me. It's just talking to him in a way where it's like he's my dog. Like yeah. but that also was a part of my therapy process was mm-hmm. my therapist was like, How's your connection with God? I was like, I mean it's cool. I go to she's like, No, but like how do you connect with them? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't Yeah, like you. Yeah, she's yeah, like, like I was like, I don't I don't know. She was like, Exactly. And she's like, if that's your root, if that's where you come from and that's your roots, how do you disconnect from your past and bring it to present and be mm-hmm. your own person? Mm-hmm. But and at I the same like time, that. it was still really necessary for you to grow up in a church mm-hmm. to have that background so that now that you're in college, you know who God is. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's time to create your own relationship with yeah. him and not just mm-hmm. go through the motions right, right. and hear the mm-hmm. Bible verses and the scriptures growing up, even mm-hmm. though that has been instilled in you and that was very important for you in your journey yeah. and your spiritual journey specifically. It's like, okay... Now what's next? Yeah. yeah. So it's like the next step, not necessarily something new. Yeah. yeah. Just I respect people who build a, a new relationship though, yeah. like from yeah. the ground up at a age that's like mm-hmm. twenty something, because mm-hmm. yeah. that yeah. is a different. Yeah. So I have God coming in college. Like, I, y'all, I don't know if I'll and be And that's like any religion, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. like that can like honestly and truly be like this is what I believe in and this is what I'm gonna go with and like it's like brand new to them Mm -hmm. kudos to you because like honestly and truly like I honestly do not think like if that if I didn't grow up in the household that I grew up in I do not think that I would have the relationship that I have now like at all I don't think I'd be here saying like the church I go to back home like my home church is a traditional southern baptist church Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so like but they don't do the whole Kirk Franklin, Holy Ghost thing. Like, oh, they don't oh, do all of that. Like, right. traditional. You. Like, right. you come to church every Sunday wearing a skirt or a yeah, dress. You can't like, you can't wear pants. You got to wear mm-hmm. pantyhose. Yeah. You got to be it's modest. <laughs> and them old church folk will talk about you. Yeah. They, they wear will. hats. They wear hats. They wear hats. Yeah. A hat church yeah, yeah, every yeah. Sunday. Man. I did so, not like, grow up in the church. I was just about to say, I did not grow up in the church because my mom did not like that. Yeah. Right. So she, taking that experience and making it my own now, because that's mm-hmm. what I thought church was growing mm-hmm. up, because that's what I saw. And I thought my church was the best church. So like, mm-hmm. y'all don't have to wear skirts. Oh, y'all church not real. I would go to Bible study on a Wednesday with a skirt. I'm putting skirts over my leggings and sweatpants coming from track practice. Mm-hmm. Like See, it was that serious. So like coming into my own relationship with God now and like my spirituality and how I view God in Christ and Jesus and my relationship with him like that experience has definitely taught me a lot it taught me things that I still use today and it taught me things that I don't necessarily agree with now yeah mm-hmm. right definitely like I don't know if I want to wear a skirt see I went, to a non, I went to a non-denominational <laughs> church uh, okay 
baby, I used to come in that thing, jeans and a t-shirt, okay? I've seen people wear crop tops now. Okay, now I still... I have never worn a crop top to church now. I, like, I still, I be covered up. I, I saw be covered up. Come in crop top. See, I'm if sorry. I had a crop top on, I had a long sleeve turtleneck underneath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, we really yeah, different now. Definitely a tank top. No, <laughs> but I mean, something. I think definitely like the whole like come as you are thing is like definitely like more pre- pre- prevalent. Pre- yeah, um, I cannot say that I word. That word is just not, it's not my word today. <laughs> um, but I think it's like definitely like more prevalent. Yeah. Um, like in like today's society Whatever, but I think it depends on the church. But oh yeah, definitely, because definitely. you definitely do have like because some traditional... churches you cannot walk into. And... Well, but I think it's our you, generation yeah. though. Like That's I was about to say, definitely our generation, generation. because we're a very like headstrong generation. Mm-hmm. I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like if. As a generation, we don't want to come to church wearing skirts. We're not going to come. As a generation, we don't want to sit in church for three hours. No, we want to go my service in and out. And I was going to say that's why I like that church is becoming more inclusive because that was a big thing growing up. People who couldn't afford those things couldn't go to church and they couldn't have their sense of community because they couldn't afford the you know dress and they didn't want to sit down for the three hours and get talked about because they can't afford it. Like oh, they would make a whole sermon about about it. A whole sermon talk about you writing your face. And you sitting there with your jeans. You're like you're like. Then they tell you put the, put the uh, money in the in the basket mm-hmm. before you leave. And they look at you. The usher look at you with that grin like mm-hmm. little mo. And it's like a single mom <laughs> who brought her two kids. They had to you know struggle to get there, and they're getting talked about the whole time. Yeah. So I'm glad that the environment of church is changing. And also, yeah. there's been discussion about like what church is. Like church is something private for some people. Church mm-hmm. is something where they go and they're they're in a big audience and they're with other people. But some people don't like to go at all, or they like to go like like an IRT mm-hmm. or forget who was saying. It's just you and like four or five other friends. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that definition is expanding, and I really like that it's more inclusive. Yeah. yeah. If you ask me, church is like being around people with a a common goal to get to, to get to know Christ, Christ more. Yeah, absolutely. So this could be church yeah. right now. Absolutely. If you, you know, pulled out the Bible, got into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, four thirteen. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jesus Christ is the Hello. <laughs> John three sixteen, you know, <laughs> like it doesn't have to be some <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be a place. A big exactly. production, oh, well, yeah. But they, but over the it's pandemic, they did make it a production. That is very true. And I didn't know how much I liked that. What happened? Like over the, over the pandemic, they made it church was, a production. I see why like you, church was you the got thing. That mic talk. I got you with that. I can't, I can't, I caught on to that. <laughs> I I agree too. It has been more so Muppet uh, Muppet Puppet Master type of thing. Yeah. And yeah, it feel genuine. It don't it don't feel authentic. It feels like hey. Yeah, Guys, I'm about to tell y'all something. The spitting on the face, yeah, that's what got me. But yeah, the spitting in the face was too far. I was like, oh, what? During COVID? Ooh, Google it. Right now. Oh, YouTube. You got to Oh, you got to know. Just oh, yeah. I keep talking. Let me... his brother but is. no, but yeah. can y'all, did y'all see about Dante leaving Maddox? Uh, did you, you hear the why though? I went though? to the concert in <laughs> He not going to be there, sweetheart. Yeah. Don- Ooh, but Maverick City still. Where you go? Where's it going to be at? In Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I saw. Did I you hear go. why Bad though? Was it about Bad Bunny? It was about Bad Bunny, wasn't it? No, he was also, he, the Grammys. He said, and the Grammys, he said. They said the reporter asked like who you more excited to see, and he says Lil Nas X here. I'm excited to see him. I do remember that, but and I was, but the Bad Bunny thing as well. Mm-hmm. You know the Christians be they get a little too critical. Sometimes. We get grace, like, like, but, like, but no, but somebody because I, I was reading about it. Jesus uh, ain't say that because it's like because my thing is like how many how many deacons. 
is talking to Baby. Sister Shirley. How many? How <laughs> after church can we say how many pastors have cheated? Oh, you seen it? That's what I'm saying. I've seen it with my own two eyes. How many pastors have cheated and come back on the pulpit? But it's the thing, though. Again, but it's the thing, though. Come back on the pulpit and cheat. This is my whole thing. This is my whole thing with Maverick City, though. Yeah. I know y'all saw Kirk cuss out his um son. his son. Yeah, yeah. So y'all just did a whole headline tour of this man. Yeah, a whole headline tour. Grace like, is nothing. only given to the people who, like who are more bigger good. than others. <laughs> so when I saw so that, I was why why like why it's, is it it's a cool when he do it probably when Dante he gonna do. come back Dante's gonna come back. Oh, he definitely is. He's on suspension. I can't believe they, they did my man like that though. Like yeah, free man. It was Dante. a statement for me. free Dante. It was a statement. It no, was, it was so, our it was professional, so, our professional oh my god! Can you tell? Can you talk about bless, freaking bless PR? Their PR team that could have made that a little bit more genuine. Bless it was so bad. Bless the statement, Lord. It was so bad. They could have made it a little bit more genuine. It was cute. Like, so that's what I mean. Like church has become a production. It's become. It's a money grab. Back in my day, when we didn't have all of this online church service and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was just you come to the church and if you feel it, you feel it. If but you that, don't, you don't. I was gonna say. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying that's the problem with the generation, the old generation versus the new generation. Oh, like I understand the old bad. generation of why they're frustrated. I mean, but I'm also under- I'm also understanding why the new generation we're frustrated with the old generation. Okay, but I do think that like some things that happen in church are just on the internet now. Yeah, like yeah. some mm-hmm. of those things were definitely happening. Oh yeah, 100%. before our time, like, during our time. Now. Yeah, but it's like now there. they're so like John Gray. John Gray cheated on his um wife, but they uh, was. Ty Tribute. Ty Tribute cheated on his wife. Who else cheated? John, Everybody. John Drake cheated on three times. So whose fault is that in the but relationship? But you know the whole church thing? Every Keep it on the hush-hush. Yeah. Don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not hushing So, like, nothing. that thing, what that happened thing is still very prevalent. Yeah, it's still very prevalent, that, especially in black part. households, too, mm-hmm. on top of that. But now with social media, it's just a lot easier to spread real quick. Because as mm-hmm. soon as it get out with one it's person, over. it's over with. Yeah. yeah okay, but well, let's talk about what happens in this house stays in this house. Because I feel like that... Going back to mental health, mm-hmm. like that yeah. is definitely something that was damaging to a lot of people in the black community. Because it's like, if I experienced something that was traumatic to me, I don't want to bottle it up and just like keep it to myself. Like, I want to go out and talk to somebody about the trauma. And just because like somebody else may not think that my trauma is valid doesn't mean that my trauma is not valid. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, exactly. I, and yep. That was actually a conversation that I that me and my mom had to sit down and have mm-hmm. because it was there were like events that happened that were traumatic to me, but because they didn't happen to her, like she didn't realize that yeah. they were like traumatic mm-hmm. or like she didn't even like remember it. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I had to tell her, I was like, yeah, like that like really like affected me. Yeah. And like. I had to tell, like, I have childhood trauma, and a lot of mm-hmm. black people have childhood trauma mm-hmm. because of the things that they saw, exactly. and we were told, shut like, up about yeah, it. exactly. Like, that's, that's not the when you go to Like, when you go to school, <laughs> you don't say nothing about this. Mm-hmm. You don't say what happened this morning. You don't mm-hmm. say what happened last night. Yeah. Like, you don't say nothing about that. Yeah. Yep. And... That's I, true. Yeah, like, I, I definitely grew up in a household that was like that. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it definitely affected me, and yeah. honestly and truly, like... You don't realize how much it affects you until, like, you start having, like, 
adult relationship, adult friendships, That's what like I'm stuff like that. And then you'll be like, yeah. dang, like, and like you'll be doing stuff and you'll be like, why is this? Like, why am I like second guessing this? Mm-hmm. Why am I being like, why am I shutting up about how this is affecting me? Yeah. Because as a child, I was told not to express how I was feeling. Yeah. And yep. so, therefore, now, I don't know how to express how I'm feeling. Yeah. So, I didn't grow up in a household like that. My mom was very open, very much. Oh. Say what you need to say. Like, if anything's ever bothering you. Y'all, I'm a cancer. I'm real emotional. So, <laughs> July 10th. Mine's July 20th. Oh, I'm oh. really emotional, y'all. So, my <laughs> mom knew that. And so... Mm-hmm. She could tell when something was off of me, when something was wrong. And it was always like, mm-hmm. say it, get it out, don't bottle it up. Because mm-hmm. I can get really frustrated really easily mm-hmm. when I bottle things up. So it was always just an open, like, table whenever, wherever yeah. in my household. Because the way her mother treated her was very much, mm-hmm. don't say nothing, that's another day business, and things like that. And so that has carried throughout my family. But my relationship with my mom has been a lot different because of her relationship with her mm-hmm. mom. And oh. So I was raised by my mom. And so... My relationship with her is open. Her relationship with her mom was very closed off. Yeah. And then with her other children, they have carried that um, don't say nothing into that. So my cousins have some of that don't say nothing, don't mm-hmm. tell nobody, even me, and I'm their cousin. So yeah. I didn't understand why they couldn't say certain things around me mm-hmm. or their parents right. would get mad because they said something to me and then I tell my mom because that's none of their business. So, like, yeah. I didn't really understand that growing up. And so, like, it's been, like, different for me because I got to learn to, like, shut up <laughs> and, like, not say certain things. Because, yeah. like, I come from a very, like, loving, open yeah, yeah, yeah. household. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Right. Being so open and so loving. Everybody is not that open. Everybody yeah. do not love you. Oh, so you it was really it. hard for me to learn yep. that, especially like growing up and coming to college. Because mm-hmm. I would just be me and everybody can't handle that. And yeah. people literally are out to get you. Yeah. yeah. So I went from like being open to being extremely closed off. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, use your discernment and yes. figure it out. Yes, 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 yes. I literally had that problem last week with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> How you going? Like, I had that same thing in my household. My dad and my mom, even though they had their own divide, they still created an environment for the most part Mm -hmm. of always loving, always being genuine, always being authentic, you know, all those type of things. And so talking to somebody and they're like going blowing up on me because I'm just being a genuine person. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, just being authentic. Mm -hmm. And they don't like that. And having to like, yeah, and it and having they're like uncomfortable with me just being like, listen, like I'm being for real, like I'm actually being caring and Mm -hmm. nice and genuine, Mm -hmm. but like understanding discernment, like you gotta, I gotta, you know, hold up, let me let me reel it in for you, I, you know, right? Maybe I shouldn't tell you, yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) I just I might hurt your feelings, but I'm being very genuine and being real. Mm -hmm. So I understand that that. Not everybody is. Especially like in, like, that. relationships with other women and, like, mm. dating. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was, like, my biggest Boy, thing. Oh, my gosh. Baby. I, like... I hate dating. I don't do it. <laughs> I just don't do it. And with friendships, with, too. It just, yeah. I just don't do well. With friendships. Friendships, you can tell... Friend. You no. can tell, like, real... I think within friendships, especially, like, like women to women, like, friendships, you can tell, like, really easily... Like how like somebody was like brought up. Yes. Simply sure. because like like based off just like the conversations, how they talk to you, how you mm-hmm. can talk to them, what you can say to them, what you mm-hmm. can't say to them. Like I'd be mean, like sometimes I'd be like, Oh my gosh. And like Anaya, like I had like this like my mom like knew like when something was off of me. Like she like she knew. That something was off. It's like, oh yeah, like she knew, but it was like I'd be like, Oh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. Like, See, I wasn't allowed to say that. 
Oh, I was. Oh, well, I wasn't. Like, she'd be like, like she'd go off on me for, like, you know, a couple minutes and stuff like that. But it was like, I didn't know how to tell you what was going on because, like, I never, like. You guys didn't have that relationship. Yeah, I didn't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, I'm, like, so thankful now that we have that relationship because I have, like, so I have two younger um, so this is, I have, well, three younger siblings on my mom's side. My brother is 16, so he, like, he already, like, basically gone. He don't care. Um, <laughs> and I, but I have a three-year-old sister and a five-year-old sister. And so, um, like, my mom literally now is, like, my best friend. Mm. Like, I, especially, like, around COVID because, so, like, she worked. did that, though. Yeah. Like, no. As definitely. soon as you got out of her house, it's, like, automatically, we're best She's friends. She's like, oh, you're yeah. a person. You're but, not a property. I, I like I, that. And so, um, <laughs> like, so, like, my mom had me when she was 17. Mm-hmm. And so, we basically grew up together. Okay. So, right. she was learning when I was learning. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so, it is, but, and then it was, like, but, like, it was, like, on top of that, like, a lot of the things that, like, my grandma did, my mom thought was okay, like, for her to do to me because she didn't know. But it's, right. like, now, like, she's older. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, she's seen, like, okay, like, that affected her. So let me not do that to you, like, your younger siblings See, and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's, like, almost, like, like, as her child, like, I feel like not teaching her, but, yeah. like, I was almost, like, a guide for mm-hmm. her. And I'm, like, so thankful for that because I feel like, like, I wouldn't, like, the trauma that I had, I would not want my younger siblings to have, like, at all. Yeah. And so, like, I'm thankful that, like, well, not thankful, but, like, I'm glad, like, I went through it and, like, my two younger siblings, like, don't have to go through it. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, like, that, like she's little my best friend. I'd be like, girl, let me tell you what happened today. Like, yeah. I talk to my mom. Like, if I don't talk to my mom at least three times What's, a week, I'd be depressed. Come on. Like, every day. I got to get a good call. Like, I'd be like... I girl, literally have to look at her see, face. And then me. she just started, like, a new work schedule. And I'll be like, girl, I don't even know when to call you. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call twice. I don't care what you No, I don't care. care. That's why the do <laughs> not disturb goes. <laughs> why aren't you answering? Right. But see, me, my mom was 32 going on 33 when she had me. So mm-hmm. she was, like, mm-hmm. way older than your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she has some time to, like, sit down, think about it. <laughs> I, I almost didn't make it. Yeah. So <laughs> see, my I mom, was born, like, my mom's still three in her early. Oh. oh. Yeah, so like, my mom was I was like, 55. That one child. But, I'm her only child too. So it was, just, oh, it was a lot different than like that. your situation. I feel you, but I um so I'm a sibling of four, three. So I have a 30 31 year old brother, 26 year old brother, and my sister's 20, and I'm 22. But I'm the only one that's gone to college out of state. I'm the only one uh like a student athlete. I'm the only one of everything. But my mom was a crazy athlete in high school pretty much i'm a split image of her but like you said like coming out of call like coming to college it instilled like the closeness and a lot of things started to change with her like she started to communicate differently she started mm-hmm. to like talk to me in a way where it's more so like an adult mm-hmm. versus like i'm your child but she also was like Girl, I'm stressed out. I'm like, me too. <laughs> but, like, you see that, and you, like, she starts to change how to communicate with not just me, but all of our siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you? She used to never really ask us, how are we really doing? She's just been like, y'all y'all not doing good. But now yeah. it's like, how y'all really doing? Like, is any, everything okay? Do I need to send y'all money? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love that one. This is a ca- random cash app. for killing me. It's like a, Ugh. But anyways, but it's like a, it's a great thing to mm-hmm. see that you can... And it's hard to see, but it's a great thing to see that you are helping 
your mother changed. Yeah. At, at different ages. I mean, you say your mom's 32. My mom is 50, 54. So, like, she, but she's growing up. Like, okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, like, amazing to see, like, growth, like, within mm-hmm. your parents. Like, yeah. to see, like, oh, maybe, like, that did, like. Because you have, like, some parents that, like, literally are just, like, stuck in their ways. They're yes. like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so. That's my dad. Yeah. My dad, like, 60-something, y'all. My, me too. Our, our parents, they, my, they, they gr- definitely graduated together. They, <laughs> <laughs> they my parents are and I got too. like a forty-some-year-old brother. So like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got the same parents See, for the, sure. Oh, yeah. I am the oldest on both sides, on my mom and my dad's side. So you know, I was the test run. Yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely was the test run. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say having like an older parent, like. It's almost like I don't want to say being raised like your grandma because it's not quite that. It's not quite grandma. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like say not grandma. Yeah, because that pushed grandma back some age too. (laughs) If my mom's old, then my grandma's got to be old. But um, it was like being raised by someone with we had a huge age gap. We'll always Mm -hmm. have a huge age gap, so we're gonna always have this huge cultural difference. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. to you that. I'm a college student, 20 years old. I'm going to be out. I'm going to have fun with my friends. I'm going to go to brunch. I'm going to do all those things. I'm not going to be sitting down on the couch. I'm oh, my not, mama, no. I'm not your age, ma'am. Mama, no. It's a huge She knows. I definitely do get what you're saying about the cultural difference, though, because yeah. I think that, like, even, like, I don't have a big age gap with my mom. Mm-hmm. 24 years. I don't think that's that big. No, but, no, it's not. Yeah, I don't think that's that big. But, like, there are things that are different mm-hmm. from, like, when she was a child, yeah. when she was right. in college, when she was growing up and, mm-hmm. like, experiencing life. Like, mm-hmm. things are different now. So having to, like, explain some of those things to yeah. her and, like, teach yeah. her those things, like, this is how we do things now. Yeah. Like, but just exactly. to understand, yeah. like, even if your parents didn't go to school, mm-hmm. you got to understand, like, like, I have to constantly text my dad like that. I love you, but I'm tired. And yeah. we had a big argument about it because he was like, every time I message you, you tell me that you're tired. It's almost mm-hmm. like you seem like you don't want to talk to me. Or when you message yeah. me, my you ask me for tired. $5, $50. Or I don't, all you want was my money. I'm like, no, my guy, I just came from a four-hour practice. <laughs> I have to do two, two and a half hours of work. Right. Yeah. I haven't ate today. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I love you. Right. Send me the money, and I'll talk to you later. later. See, get back to you on my earliest convenience. My dad is the same. See, and my dad works night shift, and so like me and my dad don't have like the best relationship, but like we talk. Whatever, right. and oh my gosh, he be calling me at like nine thirty in the morning. I be like, please, I'm just get out the bed. <laughs> Give me a oh, minute. Get Give me minute. a minute. Listen, if I don't got class till twelve, why am I getting out the bed at nine? Eat some breakfast. Fuel your body. Breakfast. Uh, we'll now, do that. We'll do that at noon. Yeah, we'll do that. Think about it. Yeah, like. I think I eat around like two, you know. Like, if, I hopefully, okay. I remember I'll to eat today. Yeah, but I'll sacrifice that. Did I eat sleep. today? Uh, yeah. Oh, I did. I did eat today. I ate once today. Oh, she's being serious. Oh, you know, I did. I okay, ate today. Okay, now I'm concerned about a night. Enjoy. Y'all, I got a dance at nine in the morning, so I be trying to eat a little something, something before I go over a little, little yogurt, a little banana. Yeah, banana, okay. granola. See, bar. I gotta go to the grocery right, store right, because like I have no food in my fridge right now. We're not gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> all right. I did. I ate today. I had a quesadilla from West 82. Mm. Okay. And? And. You're yeah. Home. <laughs> and a Red Bull. So, you know. Okay, we're going to try again. We're going to try again tomorrow. I'm late, Joy. Tomorrow. I had some french fries earlier. But no, I'm worried about what it was. Mental health goes. I got to eat. 
Amen. Like I learned, I just function better when I eat. When yeah, I, yeah. Like, I gotta difference. eat something in the morning. But, I gotta eat three meals a day and snacks. And I'm um, one of those people since I'm so athletic yeah, and I like do a lot of physical activity. Yeah. I gotta eat like every two hours. It's mandatory. Something. Mm-hmm. You gotta have orange. Like me. Yeah, yeah like an orange. Sorry. I don't. You're moving. I do not. A really banana. All right. I can. I, there are I, some days I don't eat. I'm sorry. I, I no. Yeah. Like no. Like like my book. I I have to like remind. I be having to like and like we got my. I'm like, oh my, one of my best friends back at home, he literally be cussing me out almost every day. He'd be like, did you eat today? Oh, yeah. He loves you. No, but as, as athletic no. as I am, I used to be like that. Dancing oh, yeah. five, six, seven yes. hours a day, doing homework, not eating, just on stressed empty? out. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was yeah. All I would do was drink water yes. and, or just drink like. That's why I'd be like, I had my little. Or I had a granola bar and be like, and I, 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 do. For the I had my little smoothie in the morning, I'd be good. Sometimes it's not even a smoothie. But I realize I'm I just function so much better off of food. Oh, no, function, I definitely do. Like, but it'd be like sometimes I just forget. <laughs> yeah, emotionally, yeah, mentally, spiritually. Sometimes I just forget. Who do I report this forget. to? <laughs> Your stomach don't be like, Who do I run this by? Okay. But like, but my no, stomach like, does remind me. But like sometimes you don't have the time. Because I feel like so you got I, a time. A granola bar. But see, maybe. listen, though. Like sometimes, like literally. So <laughs> like today. Like today. The only reason, the only reason that I ate before this podcast today was because my two o'clock class got canceled, and because my teacher got COVID, I hope he, you know, I'm praying for you. Um, but like, thanks for lunch. Literally, that's but that's why I went and got lunch because I went down to West 82 and yeah. I got lunch. You can't eat in the yeah. class, hon. Who? I eat in all my classes as long as I'm I not dancing. Much, I'm, I think teachers I should be allowed. Like, I don't, don't like. I don't be like. I don't be liking, yeah. be liking people to watch me eat. <laughs> That'd be I my sure. thing. I don't like being watched. I don't like I'll be in people watching my I sat, I sit in the front <laughs> of the class with my PB&J and grapes. I, <laughs> I, I, I took food to the staff Question. meeting yesterday because I didn't eat it. Like, it was at 8.30 and I was like, Oh, no, I be eating in my staff meetings. Yeah, I had me some steak and shake. Um, I had some steak and shake yesterday. No, it was, the, it was last week that I had steak Fuel. and shake. It helps and you my, sleep better. And I learned to say no so that I can eat. So instead of, like, piling stuff on my plate, mm. not literally. I need to learn how but, to do like, that things to do and saying yes to all these people when they ask me to do stuff it's like actually I can't do that at that time because I need to eat see but like and I'm not gonna be nice when I, I, I don't learn how to do that. See, I'm not I'm not nice <laughs> I get I'm mean a when rude I'm hungry. individual when I don't have something in my what's wrong body? with you oh no I mean I be oh yeah I get hangry but like I mean like as long as I have one meal a day I'll be fine my family mm. knows me to the T when the they one eat, snack like, a day but today. you know what like, what's but wrong with you? You ain't when I don't eat you know? when I don't eat I be waking up at like 2 in the morning and I be munching it would be so bad cause I be you be hungry munching. you can't sleep cause you so hungry mm. <gasps> anyways <laughs> Anyway, we gonna talk after this. I'm gonna get you on a plan. It's okay. I don't need no plan. You gotta okay. go to the grocery store. You want me to make you a little list? It's okay. I got my little EBT card. I'm good. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, you wait, how'd you get that? Wait, wait, wait. Because, no, no, no. So I, my, my little, both of my little sisters. Um, well, not both of my little sisters. My brother and my little sisters are both enrolled in school. Phase, and so, listen. no, I mean it's legal though. Yeah. But no. uh, <laughs> um, but Alabama, they still have like COVID relief money. So they're just like issuing it out to uh, students who are enrolled in free and reduced lunch, and yeah. both of my uh, siblings are um, enrolled in it, so they get food stamps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Hallelujah! I just feel like as a college student, I wish they do have food stamps no, for college students. If you, you gotta work though. No, no. Work if you quali- no, I can't do that though. No, no, you don't. You qualify, I talked to nope. I talked to my advisor, and she said that if you 
if you it's either work study or you qualify for the Pell Grant. No. Oh, I do qualify for the Pell Grant. You can get it. Do you have a meal plan? No. Okay, you can, and you live in you live off campus. You definitely can't. But get I live it. on yeah. campus, and then no, you 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 work you, study. Yes, you working on campus. You're no, working. like I can have a work study, but you can't have work study if you're an RA. But you're, but you're eligible study, you're financially eligible. for it. You're, but since I'm on campus, I have a meal plan. That's what they. Oh, they, no, that's true. No, no, no they. I, she told me that don't matter. Yeah, don't matter because financially. She told me that don't matter. On and she paper, said you're eligible for and work she study. Me, that's she told me. She said. She said nine. She said nine times out of ten. She if said nine times eight, out of ten, they gonna um, deny you the first time. She said, but apply again. That's what I'm saying. Send me the link. You know, enough of the talk. I'm definitely applying though, cause she told me that. I said, oh, message your advisor and tell her to message me at ts six four eight three one eight. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we got all If they let me get the interview, I'm a cry. Y'all be like dinner on me. Steak, steak, steak on front. With, I haven't with eaten shrimp. Not eat. You the ocean. I don't have a meal plan. And mashed potatoes and broccoli. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make them mashed up, baby. Matter of fact, everybody's getting a car. Where? Where? <laughs> we you get a car. Oprah Winfrey up in this piece, Joey. <laughs> Come on now. Not Oprah Please. Okay, but anyways, um, so like going back to like our mental health and all of that stuff, um, I think also um, like outside of like, you know, the church like and the stigmas that they place around um, mental health. One of the stereotypes also is like this strong black woman. Yeah. Stereotype that a lot of um, black women face. And I think like that even goes like outside of just like mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it's just like we're not supposed to go through stuff. Yeah. Right. Like we're supposed to just be like, just tough it out. Yeah. Like, oh, she'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Because, or, or like even like when it comes to like, even like in the medical field and stuff like that, mm. like there's just like, like there's literally studies and like doctors just like like have like some doctors just have like a preconceived notion that like oh black women's pain tolerance is higher than a white woman like if they're giving birth and stuff like that or like if they come into the hospital and like they're experiencing pain like they automatically like assume that black women have like this higher pain tolerance and oh they can take this pain and stuff like that like but no My pain tolerance. Like, give me. Give them to me. But I think that's also, like, something. And then, and then also, like, just going back to, like, us just being angry. And Mm. we just seem like it's, like, just, just, like, aggressive, like, people and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, that also, like, goes back to, like, mental health um, where I don't think it's, like, as prevalent now, but it's definitely there. Like, the whole fact that, um, like, black men and women actually, like, they don't think about, oh, they could be going through, like, a mental health crisis compared to, like, if, like, white, if it's, like, somebody that's, like, your white counterparts or something Mm -hmm. like that. If they go and do the same thing, they're going to be like, oh, they were having, like, a mental health situation or something like that. Mm -hmm. We don't get that same grace. Absolutely not. I think it's hard because even within, like, the black community, it's hard to, like, show vulnerability. Like, people, like, kind of look at you different when you're vulnerable. And especially, like, for us as black women, like, I feel like people expect us to always carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And, like, we're supposed to be strong and we're supposed to be able to handle it all. But, like, we are individual people. And, like, putting all of that on one person is just too much. Like... But I think that's definitely a problem that we, like, face within our community. Like, 
I think that people like expect us to just like be able to bear it because we're black and I don't know. That's problematic to me. But yeah. Yeah. on top of that, me as a black woman, sometimes I feel like I can handle it all, and I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not even like them always putting it on us. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes just we internalize. Think, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we, we think internalize we them from yeah. them expecting it. Yeah, and I yeah. definitely think there's like a need for us to like want to be the best and want to succeed, and mm-hmm. not even like when it comes to like competition with other people, but just like it's like okay, like, I have to stick out and I have to do this because I'm black, so, like, I have to be the best and I have to give 110% of everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's, like, mentally draining. Yeah. Like, it takes a lot out of you to give 110% to everything. Mm -hmm. And, like you said earlier like having to learn to say no like that's something I still struggle with like I'm always (laughs) wanting to tell people yes I'm always wanting to go above and beyond and like be extraordinary but Mm. sometimes you have to realize you can't and some people do respect when you say no because they understand that you are being realistic with yourself Mm -hmm. and you have respect for yourself yeah and so when you when you yeah when you say no sometimes some people are just like I get it and yeah. then they come back and like, listen, we can, and it's, it's better. It's better yeah. when you say no sometimes. Sometimes it sucks, but at the end of the day, you're respecting yourself, yeah. being real with yourself, mm-hmm. and it, it helps to instill more positivity for yourself. And it's like, even if, like, they get mad or upset about it, it's like, I don't care. Like, anyways, <laughs> next. Keep going. Like, yeah. Bye. Because you're going to find, if I say no, honestly and truly, let's be honest, if I say no, you're going to find somebody else to do it. Right. So That's what, very true. I'm a people yeah. pleaser, though. Me too. So I had to get over that. I'm not going to lie. I, I had to. I'm trying, but Got it's really yeah, hard. It is. It's but so hard. Especially when it's like people you've hard. known for a long time and I'm like, oh, she's definitely going to do it. I'd be like, I love you, but no. They're like, Again, they're you like, want to prioritize. So you're right. Yeah. It's on, hard. Priorities. It's definitely not something that no, I can, can happen overnight. I'm better real. than I was freshman year, hey, but hey. It, a lot comes with that. I'm like, yeah, I'm You'll definitely get getting villainized, but I mean, I, yeah. I couldn't do it. It's the, yeah, do, that's the hard, a hard part. I feel you. That's the hard part. It sucks Being to be like, villainized. Oh, yeah. like they really not going to hate me because I don't give a rat's tail how you <laughs> feel about me anymore. But it sucks not being able to do it, though. It's like, it dang, does. like I really wish I could do it. Mm-hmm. And then like me growing up like with my mom as like, the single black woman raising her child, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Like right. she always did it. So what's my mm-hmm. excuse? Yeah. And, like, I don't know every single thing she went through. So, like, in my head, I'm like, if she could do it, I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. She's a black woman. I'm a black mm-hmm. woman. She's my yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. She taught me a lot of what she knows. So, it's like, I should be able to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. My mom was like, she, like, instilled in me, like, do whatever you want. Like, and can't nobody tell you no. Like, see, that's another issue. Because if you say no to me, I'm going to be like, hmm, come again. Would you <laughs> like, sorry. I, I. I can handle uh, no. I think you can I can, handle, I can handle I can, no. I handle it better now. But like. <laughs> I don't like it. I mean. <laughs> I'd be like. Ooh, you can't over that. Like, yeah, you. Come on. My I work on my people pleasing. You work on your Yeah. The people pleasing is hard. I feel like especially like. And this may just like be personal to me, but like seeing like my mom, my grandma, my great grandma, like seeing them like miss make it happen, like yeah. always, like yeah. oh everything God, you mama. need, like it's it's there, like even if she has to go out of her way to do something. Yeah. So I feel mom. like she's superwoman. I gotta be superwoman but too. See, but this yeah. the but this the thing though, like. I definitely was a people pleaser. But, not but I stopped being a people pleaser because I saw how people treated my mama when yep. she was being a people pleaser. Like, my mama going out the way, doing whatever, like, she can to make sure, like, being Miss, Miss, Miss Make It Happen right. for you 
And she asked you for one thing and you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So now I got to hate you because you just yeah. did my mama wrong. Yep. See, and you can't ask up. me nothing. <laughs> oh, because I see. Me. But see, I'm the fighter. My mama, she real Where cool, calm, that? collected. I'm not. I'm not. And my mama, my best friend. So you can't talk to her crazy because you can talk to her crazy, then I'm going to come talk to you crazy. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it's all funny games till I'm in town. Okay. I need a joy. They, they, hate, they, hate, they, hate when, they hate when Joy come back in town because we straighten everything out. <laughs> oh, you said Ooh. what? Okay. So let's, let's sit down and talk about it. You have Joy's coffee? Back. No, because, like, you know how you said other people, like, disrespect your mom by, like, mm-hmm. walking over her or whatever? Yes. That was me growing up. Because yeah. I didn't know how much she was doing for me. So I'm yeah. thinking, like, girl, it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Like, what is you mad for? Yeah. Whole time, she breaking her back to make this yeah. happen for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, ma, it's not that deep. She, like, you don't know what I had to do to yeah. get this. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm older and I can see that, I'm like, damn. You hated really hearing it when you were young. <laughs> but yeah. now that you see it now, you're like. Yeah. So no, I can't tell I her. I can't no. ask. I'm like, you, your mom. That's my mom. No, yeah. If my mom, if my mom asked me for anything, I'd be like, yeah, girl, you got it. Like yeah. anything, it don't be mad. I don't care. Mama, you rock. And no, I am. literally. Because I'm like, because I'm a people pleaser, I don't ask for anything in return ever. Yeah. And like, y'all gotta ask about me when it comes to my birthday. I gotta have it my way. Like, it's gotta <laughs> be my way the whole day. Because I don't oh, ask yeah. for nothing else. But see, but like, yeah. even like with birthdays and stuff like that, I don't know, like. My mama used to be like, she used to go birthday. all out and all of that stuff. I but I feel like now, like, as I got older and stuff like that, like, with me, like, being a people pleaser, like, I used to go out a lot for, like, everybody okay. else's birthday. And it'd be like, now, I'd be like, dang, where my friends we get on my birthday? Where they at? Like, where, yeah. like, where do y'all be? Yeah. Like, why, like, why is it only five people here and I went to a 15 birthday dinners this right. year. Right, spent $25 like, per oh, table. Can we talk about Y'all that birthday dinner? wanted me to look good in your pictures. And a gift. Yeah. And the right, you just, you just wanted me to add like, to your birthday. Right, yeah. and then I bought a, then I bought a gift to your birthday like dinner you too. And I said, and I put a whole shout out <laughs> Put it with a song on Twitter. <laughs> and I got mad because I didn't post you. Happy so now I'm birthday. birthday. And now you can't even come to my little dinner, my little shindig, my little party. Oh, I can't get a text message. A text message. I have never had a birthday party that has required, like, you to buy something. I've never had a birthday dinner. I always hosted. Like, one time I hosted at my house and we cooked and everything. I'm like, okay. so there is zero excuse But did y'all see that TikTok of that young man? Saying if you if you can't if you afford invited, to pay for your is guests. It, is it true? Because No, me, no. See, I'm we're not there yet. Like, money-wise, we're not there yeah, yet. I think that's if you're all no. influencers. <laughs> you pay yeah. Unless you're going to McDonald's. But it's like, okay, <laughs> oh, but I, saw, I saw somebody make a video about it, and, like, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. If I'm having a birthday dinner at a restaurant, it's my, first of all, he made a good point. If I'm having a birthday dinner, shouldn't nobody, I shouldn't be planning my own birthday dinner. That's the first that's thing. That's check one. Like, check honestly, one. Check that's the I first thing. I like to play my I, own. Regardless of who's I want a paying little for what at the birthday dinner, if it's my birthday, I'm not paying for my dinner on my birthday. Yeah. yeah. We're celebrating me. Why would I celebrate I don't care. I don't care if it's like like somebody me. like cash up in me or I whatever it is. I'm not, I, I'm not paying. I don't care if you got to call my mama. No, don't cash at me. Pay for it. Like, exactly. come here. That's not entitlement. That's what you're saying. I would feel bad having the birthday girl or birthday person pay for my dinner when I came to celebrate their life. That's what I'm like. You're celebrating me. Now, if it's like if I'm having like a party or whatever, you know, like catering, all of that stuff, cool. Like, yeah, no, I'm not. But if it's a bill coming and I'm like, I'm not 
not paying for that. I'm no. Nobody, you better I'm get roll up it. your sleeves and wash a dish because I'm not paying. I'm for paying it. for nothing. Right. I think that people should split and pay for the birthday person unless you take us to like some expensive restaurant. Then you're on your own. I don't care. No, you still. Should, I don't, um, no. I'll get your drink. Cause I'm, I'm because I'm not maybe it's just me. Cause I, if I'm going to a birthday dinner, whoever birthday it is, I'm not letting them pay for themselves. Yeah, no. It's, it's I don't. I never yes. understood that. Not, we can all go in on it. I can be as the birthday. Okay, now going in, but I thought okay. I need to get my friends because I always pay on my birthday. I thought you. Oh, I'm no. about to say, I have oh. never paid. Whether it's my mama, my daddy, my my boyfriend at the yeah. time, Ooh. best friend, whoever it is, I have I never had to pay. Friends, y'all like, <laughs> and since it's my birthday, I can get whatever I want in the limit. Yeah, now let I'm me, getting that let lobster me, tail. Let me clarify Two. real quick. <laughs> let me clarify real quick. So if it's that's all you do for your birthday, then you can get. We'll pay for it. But if we done did a whole week of <laughs> all right, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. now if we done yeah. did a whole week like I planned for my friends, See, I don't do all that. you need to pull you out your plan? debit card. Like <laughs> this, I've been doing for you dinner did a, every you did a, Monday, Tuesday, we Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're just that Friday. You're on your own for your steak, but I got you the stuff for the yeah. <laughs> or like if my friends gonna pay for my dinner and then my dude gonna pay for whatever we do right. when we go out to the club. Right, or yeah. I like it up, that. Carrying the we weight, sharing the weight. New friends. Like I'm not saying God. one person gonna do everything, any of this. but but that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not paying. I as a birthday girl, I'm not paying for. Nobody. Yeah, I'm not, I shouldn't even be touching my purse. Yeah. I am. No, I really, I should be able to leave this for decoration. I should be able. I should be able. I should be able to leave my card at home. I'm ripping the only this thing off. I'm putting in my purse is my ID and my lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah, not even bringing. It's gonna look cute for pictures. Other than that, you can leave it in the car. Tell for real empty because I'm not bringing it. I might stuff a little something else in there, you know, make it look a little fuller. But that's it. That's all. Little tissue paper. But we talked about, you know, these little, you know, dudes paying and all this stuff. So let's get into dating. Um, oh, oof. Lord. <laughs> um, so the first question. <laughs> so the first question is, is there a fetishization of black women with white men? Absolutely. I can't white answer this question, though, because my mom, I mean, my dad is, stepdad is white. You can still answer that, that, though. Like, do you way? think that some white men have a fetishization of black women? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I but I it's can't not, put my step in that. No, I don't no, think no, it's no. You don't have to. Oh, I was no. say, I don't think it's all of them. No. We can even no, just say campus-wise. Like, oh, campus-wise. Oh, for campus cli- climate, see, not in general. On this yeah. campus, I don't see it here. But Oh, it's happened to me. Oh, it's, it's happened to me. White men do not like me. White men don't like me. I don't know if I just look into me. They don't try me. They don't look at me. They don't step towards me. And I'm fine with it. Mm. Mm. I, I got called a beautiful black queen. Okay, no, I hate Ooh. that. They be like, I hate Nubian queen. Chocolate. Oh, dude. queen chocolate. Dude. I don't black like goddess. people with melanin. I was, call me that. I was <laughs> walking. <laughs> I was walking down court one day. I literally was just going to get. I don't. I was either Goodfellas or Wings. It's or I can't always remember. when you're just getting food. <laughs> no, like, I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even doing that. Court, like you're getting food on a night out, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday is crazy. No, literally, I'm talking about. I'm trying to go. This white man, he walked past me. He was like, oh, you need some white chocolate in your oh, life. I was like, oh. Satan is arrived. I was like, oh. oh. I would have threw oh. my food and told him to go pay go buy me some more. And he kept going. He told me something. You trying to make word. a chocolate swirl. Oh. Excuse me. That's the devil's word. <laughs> a chocolate swirl is crazy. Honestly. No. Like, actually, why would you ever say that That's to me? a devil's white word. White chocolate. White chocolate has no, like, cacao in it. It's just candy melt. I don't Get like your white candy chocolate. Mel- like, 
milk no. chocolate or white chocolate, like real chocolate, y'all. Candy, yeah. I don't like white chocolate. Yeah, because white chocolate is yeah, no. like I would like the cookies and cream bar from Hershey's. Oh, no, I do. That's good. White men never like step to me. Too. You think you would step to white men? No, the thing is definitely mutual, but I'm like... Okay, so... okay, no, I definitely so, like, ew. The next question then is, like, what's y'all preference? Like, so do you date black men, white men, other? Like, do you have a preference? Are you, like, open nah, to all? I'm open to all. Okay. I'm open, but I've historically only dated black men. Mm-hmm. I've I've been around so many white guys growing up that I've just been like, that. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. But I've always been like, but them my brothers. But you cute. But them my brothers. But I'm open to all. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've never found myself, like, extremely attracted to a white guy or, like, person who's not black. Yeah. Like, a man who's not black. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I think my preference is black men. So, if you just came up here <laughs> just looking how you looking and I liked you, then that's right, a different right. story. No, you got to have a step. If you're a white man, you have to step in a different way. Than I black. think it's a personality. Yeah, like, you got to come ten times harder. Yeah. <laughs> I would just. Yeah, you, I, yeah, yeah, you, you have a little bit more pressure you got to apply. Yeah, you got nah, not a little bit. You got a lot of pressure to put. That's what they do with black women. They be like, mm. like but the bar is so low for white men, yeah. for anybody, <laughs> generally speaking. It yeah. is. It's a lot. It's it's, it's like, like a, a white girl dating a white man. The bar is so low for him. He can yeah. look like anything. Very His personality can be anything. He can have it's either couple. as long as he look good or he got money, and they'll it's go an for ugly it. Couple. Me, so I'm not doing couple. that. Sometimes he don't even have to look good. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen a lot. Beautiful, and then there's that. Yeah. Where the money resides or where the money resides. <laughs> Not always. I think sometimes it's strictly personality. I think yeah, it's that's what I said. Personality is big self esteem. I think it's self esteem and like how you value yourself. Because mm-hmm. I've seen very beautiful girls with like the Ugly ugliest men. men that you could find, and I'm like, why? <laughs> and they're like, well, personality and da da da. And it then, means like, a lot, but the if you're not attracted, baby, don't mm-hmm. do it. Or I not think... just that, but they'll complain about. It. And I'm like, so what are we staying for? What's hard? Yeah, <laughs> what's hard us. to date now is the simple fact is, if you a guy, I said this to somebody. I said, if you can't handle a baddie, don't go for one. Hello, mm-hmm. but if but yeah. that's mm-hmm. how sometimes I think black <laughs> men go for <laughs> white women Ooh. because. They, black, black men, oh, listen, I got a uh, half and half niece. Uh, Half and half. half. Okay, is this an Arnold Palmer? Like, Uh, she's a piece of paper. Probably half and half. I feel like that's a Pennsylvania thing, because I got told that, like, I never heard of half and half before. I mean, we don't say it out loud. I say uh, mix. (laughs) We just say mix. Yeah. Like, we say it out loud. Or, like, biracial. We say it like just normal out there. No, when we think a half a half, no, we're like, hey, you think that's oh, like a little. Oh, that's hair. definitely when yeah, you're that's in like the a... friend. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, mixed. I have a mixed niece. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I I heard them say that the one thing is because that they're just like a, a white woman is just easy, like it's just able mm, to compliment, compliment. I have heard better. that, and Me like too. they're they're more they're able to just they're. Easier to talk to mm-hmm. than a black okay, woman because but I the think, compromise in them. Yeah, I think honestly though, sometimes black men want, uh, I don't want to say slaves, but like they want people <laughs> to worship. Like, yeah, yeah, they want people to you worship. You can be submissive, but they have a line. Like a, they have like a god. Well, but I feel like you know, they literally just want people to like 
worship them and like bow down to their every word. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're not always gonna get that with Ooh. black women. Because at no, the like, same time, look in the day to day world, they are like the bottom to their white counterparts and okay. everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they come home, they probably want somebody who just feels like they're the best of the best. They're this god in their yeah. eyes because they don't get that on the day to day when best. they're working and doing all these things. It takes a certain man to get a woman to submit, though. Yeah, yes. exactly. Like, like you, a lot it takes, of things you gotta it do. It takes a man. You cannot be no little boy and expect me to submit to you like absolutely not it takes a leader it does no because if i don't trust you leading me it does what am i gonna and then you guys see in that leading though no literally because like all of us naturally are leaders yeah so when i go into a situation i'm automatically going to lead so you got to be a real Mm strong-willed real like just like a strong man for me to want to submit to you, because I'm a dog, yeah. and not just that, but like if I'm you're a dog, you. if you're a real leader, why can't we just be equals? Why does it have to yeah. be like you leading me? Like that's where that God complex that you were talking about comes in. Because like if a man meets you, Joy, with a strong personality, why does he have to be like, well, you got to bow down to me? You're strong to everybody but me. Never. Like you're but, not above them, stronger than you too. Right. So let's be together. <laughs> Wait, listen, 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 listen <laughs> because yes. as a leader, as a black woman, you're always the one organizing, mm-hmm. leading, telling right. people what to do and how to do right. things. So I like want to sit back. When I, come I want to yeah. sit back. I, yeah. sit back. Right. I don't want to always lead. Yeah. I do that all right. the time. That's like, what I, no, I, 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 I be like, telling take people, care of me and like, like, let me know and like, oh, I can just trust 100%. you and you yes. got me. No, and I, not, like, I've had this conversation before. Like I've been like, in every other situation, in every other like status of my life, I am a leader. Like I lead in everything that I do. So when I come home, I don't want to have to lead you to, like, you feel me? Like, no. I want to be able to go sit in my robe on the couch and you do what you do. Like, right. No, no, I definitely don't think anybody should be having to raise a man or go home, no. go home and raise be somebody's mother. Man. But I'm saying equals as in, like, when I think of um someone who, like, when people say, like, submissive and all that, I think of control and power. Mm. So, like, you're a leader all day and you come home and because your husband expects you to be submissive, you have to be like, oh, honey, let me cook dinner or, oh, he no, said I can't I, go out with my friends tonight, so I'm well, not going to. So I think... I think I'm just perceiving. Yeah. I do, so. Do you agree with being submissive? Or no, you don't like it at no. all. No, because I, I feel like there's a different. I there's a difference it. in the word submitting. You can submit and still be. You can still control. Sub- yeah, and still, you can yeah. submit and still, and still have a person. equal. Yes. Yeah, like be an equal. Like you can still. There comes with there comes with that word. It's a heavy word to say. But the I right see- man will make you want to submit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So yeah. it's not necessarily like I'm being submissive to you. Like you will right. want to do it because you trust Naturally. his guidance. Like this ain't no that's Fifty they, Shades of Grey. I think gray. I'm misunderstanding. Can y'all give me an example if anybody, anybody has um, one? Okay, okay, so like I think of like, like, okay, like we talked about like this in like my church or whatever. And we talked about like the hierarchy. First mm-hmm. of all, I should have had the men talk about like the higher, like, you know how they be talking about like what goes first, what, for, what goes wife, first daughter. like wife, daughter, mother, yeah. me, or whatever. <laughs> right. But so like the hierarchy, God. Yeah. And then your household. Yeah. The man is supposed the head to be of the household. Man, mm-hmm. wife, children, mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it's. At least, you think wife comes before kids? 
Oh yes, definitely. What you can Without, if you don't have a steady household. Ooh. If you don't have a household where the man and the woman have a, a committed, steady relationship yeah. and a strong relationship, you ain't got nothing. You don't your your kids are gonna only follow in that path. Yeah. So if you have a relationship where it's rocky, y'all always fighting. Your kids are just gonna follow Always that trend, funny. and it's just gonna be a you just all you doing is making a generational curse that's yeah. gonna keep on continuing. And then on top of that, let's say the wife takes care of takes care of the kids primarily. If mm. your wife not good, how your kids gonna be good? Right, because she's right. taking care of them generally. Speaking. Right, and then on top of that. Y'all made this commitment to be together and mm-hmm. to be married and to be partners mm-hmm. and do this thing, right? For better or for And worse. so when the kids grown and gone, and you didn't take you care of your wife while them. they was growing up. Who you left with? Yeah, exactly. Y'all gonna be looking at each other, this point. right? Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna be looking at each other like y'all crazy. We want a wife yeah. and a husband. I like to think of it as like you're building a house. Like that okay. foundation needs to be solid. Mm-hmm. Like if that foundation is not so steady, the house is going to fall apart. Mm. So I feel like as like. Uh, husband and wife like that relationship has to be at 100 percent like and it's not even like you're giving 50 50 like you're giving 100 and 100 from each side and yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. working together in a marriage I wanna hear what, what, what's your it. stance like, you gotta yeah, keep I was, going back to it and making sure that that foundation is good like mm-hmm. if you got a crack in it like you don't just be like oh, it'll get better right. like yeah. you gotta pay attention to yeah. it and address the issue mm-hmm. instantly fix the crack yeah because yeah. right. if you don't fix your relationship then your kids gonna see that and it's just gonna yeah. be like not pretty yeah no, it's this, not gonna be pretty dad don't respect mom mom don't respect dad mm-hmm. now I think yeah. I could do now it now I gotta pick a side I was mm-hmm. 100% I definitely think if it's a conversation about like generational trauma and like you know like Arguing in like a toxic environment in the house definitely needs to be a priority to kind of make sure you and your spouse are creating this safe space so your kids don't see you, you know, it getting domestic or anything like that. <laughs> I thought in regards to the hierarchy, like who comes first, I thought you were saying the wife comes before the children. Yeah, yeah. It do. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't agree with that then. I don't agree with that. I just want to make sure. What's your reasoning? Why the kids before the wife? Because you b- willingly brought your your relationship before you have children should already be so solid. Obviously, you're going to have bumps in the road. I'm not saying you should never argue. That's, like, very scary and very, like, utopian. But I'm saying you these children have no risk in this. They didn't voluntarily say, let's have children, let's get married, okay. let's be in this house, in this mm-hmm. environment. So you owe it to them as you being the person that brought them here to reassure that they're always good. And I'm not saying to, like, throw your spouse out the window, but if we're having a conversation about, like, generational trauma and, like, keeping things straight, the children should feel like they're a priority because you knew the commitment you were making when you brought them into this world. Mm -hmm. And I do think I totally agree with what Joy and everybody else was saying about making sure that you and your spouse are good. And I do agree with the the point Layla made about making sure those things are happening simultaneously. But if we are making a list, or shouldn't be a list, but if we're making a list, I think the children should be second because you owe that to them above anybody. I hear you. And I agree that the children should not be like the sacrifice if things were to go wrong. Like still take care of your kids and do all of that. But I do believe if the wife is taken care of, then everything else will follow. Mm. I mean, instead I, of taking care of the kids and then backtracking, does that make sense? Yeah, right. Because like you already had that relationship, so like just keep it up and do your best to you continue with right. that. Do you think that that dynamic? Then, change, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, continue. I was gonna say, do you think that dynamic should or does change when you have kids? That your priorities should shift when you have kids. I from will. like if I'm not making sense, like go from like being a wife to a mother. Not that not saying you lose your identity, but like 
your household dynamic goes from you being A and B to like C and D. Do those two become different priorities or how do you feel about that? I personally feel like we can look at it from a different lens because as husband and wife, you are one unit. So like you're together simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it should be a thing where like, we're not prioritizing our kids. Like, we right. are both making our kids our complete priority mm-hmm. because we are mm-hmm. one unit. So, like, that's why you have to keep the relationship strong because, like, mm-hmm. as you're raising your children together, like, yes, they are a priority, but if you guys, like, aren't on the same level and you guys aren't in tune with each other, then your kids are going to fall through the cracks. Like, things are going to be neglected because you're focused on issues within your marriage. So, like, Absolutely. there might be something going on in your kid's life that, like, you can't completely focus on because you're not good with your, sp- your spouse. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Both are important, but I, I do think kids come first just because <laughs> you can always divorce your spouse. I'm not I'm not encouraging. I'm not trying to go that far. <laughs> See, if but I'm, I'm saying, married, I don't think about it. No, no, yeah. no, I'm, no. I'm not thinking about it either, but I'm saying if push does come to shove, you can't, like, get rid of your kids. You need to make sure that you're keeping them protected. But And I would still hope to be on the same page to a certain degree with my spouse, even if we're not kids. married. After we have oh, kids, let's say we even, get a divorce, right. yeah. we need to be on the same page because we're still raising human beings. Right. So, like, just still having that care for each other yeah. because we're mm-hmm. raising these people in the world. And if we have two completely different views and we're completely going against each other, mm-hmm. these kids are going to be raised confused. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. not going to know what's what. So let me ask a follow-up question. Do you think, let's say um, you're however old now and you're married with kids, do you think that you're a wife first or a mother first? Wife. Wife. 100%. I think I'm wife first. I don't think it's one or the other for I me. Think, I, I think it's like, I, I think, I think like it's they co- I feel like they coincide with each other. Yeah. Almost. I don't know. I and that's personally, why I, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Um, I just think, and this may just be like because of my religious background, but like I've always grown up like with the belief that like once I get married, I will submit to my husband. Like that is my first priority. And like not to say that my kids will get put on the back burner, but like as my husband, like we are one. We're making a vow to each other and we're making a, a vow to God that like we are fully committed to each other 100%. Mm-hmm. So like that's always in my opinion, going to be, like, the first priority. Just because, like, we made vows. Like, this isn't, like, something that's willy-nilly. Like, when I'm going into marriage, I'm not going in with the intention that, like, oh, we're going to get divorced. Like, or, oh, this fun. is going to happen. Yeah, no, like, this all. is, like, a it's commitment that I'm making. <laughs> yeah. Like Divorce and, should never be a like a, thing if you're married. No. If you're having that much doubt, you don't need to get married. Yeah, absolutely. I, for me, it's, like, all three. It's, like, myself, me as a wife, and me as a mother. It's, like, it's the three for me. Right. But before all of that, at the same time, comes God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I feel like it's just, like, because you're making that commitment to God, it, like, that should be first. That's just me, though. Yeah, it's part of your relationship with God at this point. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, I mean, I if God like comes it, first, and that's a part of your relationship with mm-hmm. him, it kind of has to go there. Yeah. But instead of, like, separating it, like, it's here and it's there, like, it can all coexist at the same I think time. it's like a... I think rather than looking at it like a list or like a hierarchy, it's more of like a flow. Mm -hmm. Like everything just kind of like flows together. Mm -hmm. If I have a good relationship with God, if my husband has a good relationship with God, we're going to have a good relationship together. If I I have a good relationship with my husband, if me and him have a good relationship, then I'm going to have, then my kids are going to see that I have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we're going to eliminate all trauma and everything that come that could come if we didn't have that good relationship. And then right. having this, that good relationship with your husband and you guys both having your own relationship with God trickles down to your kids and they mm-hmm. see my parents have a 
good relationship together right. and they both have a good relationship with God. Yeah. Facts. The way I see it is, um, um, shoot, I, forgot I was going to say sorry. Oh, yeah, it is like, um, I think it's based on who needs you when. If there's yeah. a situation where one of my kids breaks their leg or something, my kid is coming first. My kid should be, everybody speaking, you should be your priority. Mm-hmm. If your child is going through something mentally, they should be your priority. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you had a date with your husband that night or it's your anniversary. But they should oh. understand that. But that's why, Wait, but I, that, I think. Your spouse, your spouse, they should understand that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I think that goes, if they there's don't, a disconnect. I don't know if you there's, should be with yeah, Now I we think, can talk like, about divorce. Okay. Right. Now we're right. talking about divorce. But okay, I think I that just do. goes back to like, just like being like unified. Mm-hmm. Like when stuff like that happens, in most households, nine times out of ten, your the wife is like the primary caregiver for the kids. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, as like as a wife and as a mother, like of course, like if something like is going on with my child, I'm automatically going to just like drop everything mm-hmm. and go. Absolutely. But that should be something that, as my spouse, as my husband, you should understand yeah. because we are because we are a team, a team. because we are yeah. unified as well as Definitely. like that communicating. Mm-hmm. You get a call from the school, then we're going so together in my the car. Broke her leg. If I'm closest. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you. Yeah, I'm on the way to the school. Yeah. Um, our daughter just broke their leg. I'm gonna go see what was up. See if you can meet me there, or hospital if we're going to the hospital, I'll let yeah. you know where we'll be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But if you're closer and they call me, I'm mm-hmm. telling you to go because yeah. I can't get there as fast. Because I get definitely. there right. Definitely. No, I definitely think the best the best way to keep it as a unit is that the parents work as a team. Yeah. And that they know. Obviously, you can go to different parents. For, not different parents. A, your, <laughs> each parent for, like, a different thing. Like, the parent that, I don't know, you can talk to more, things like that. Mm-hmm. But you should meet together as a unit. Yeah. Um, to make, like, so decisions like, yeah, like, like Yeah, that. absolutely. And like you were saying. Um, and when there does come for disagreements, like, what's the well-being of the child? Like, what's going to mm-hmm. be the best benefit? Is her missing her soccer game going to be that big of a deal? I'm or is she, da, 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 you know, um, just as parents? I'm going to be like your son said he want to miss football mm-hmm. tomorrow. He mm-hmm. told me not to tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm oh, telling goodness. you. But do you, think you're, do you think that that would create, like, distrust with you and your kid? Mm, long term I think but as long I think, as they know I'm like I can't this is not confidential information you know I'm telling you that that's what and, but I think like I'm that just goes if you do like, something bad or alarming we, we're yeah. talking about it it depends I feel or like, it depends on the situation because if it's something that like is really big or crazy and you're just like really stressful about explaining this to the other parent I'll I will that. give you the option and give you some time to tell them yourself but if you don't yeah. tell them I'm gonna have right, to tell like, them right like you got a time yeah if you wrecked your car and it's sitting in the garage, face to the corner, <laughs> so no one knows. That insurance is going to go up. We need to talk about that. <laughs> Sorry about it. We're going to have to talk. But I think okay, also, yeah, I like, that just kind of goes back to, like, you and your husband being a unit. Because yeah. I feel like, at least, like, for me, like, I feel like, yeah, like, especially, like, when you have, like, maybe, like, a daughter, like, a, like, a son. Like, there might be things that they're going to go to their dad about. Like, my son might go to my dad, like, to their dad about something that they're mm-hmm. not probably going to want to talk to me about. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Same thing with daughters. Like, my daughter might come to me about something that she doesn't want to talk to, like, her dad about. My daughter probably don't want to go sit there and talk to her dad about her period. Yeah. Like, we, did just, like, right, like, we did the same thing. Right. Like, we did the same thing. thing. So, it's like, like, those type of, th- like, topics, yeah, like, you, like, you know, every child is, like, going to know, like, what parent they want to talk to. But I think also it's kind of, like, establishing, like, just, like, with your kids, just, like, me and dad are a team. Like, we don't work against each other. Yeah. Right. So if something go on, He's gonna your dad's going to yeah. know. Right. Or, 
Like, if you do something, me and your dad are going to know. So it's Together. like, don't like don't try and pit us against each other. Yeah. Right. Because you're, like, at that point, then it's like, that's jeopardizing to the household. Yeah. Right. I think it's also stealing the credit card for a shopping spree. <laughs> now, that is between me and my kids. Please. Now, that... That yeah yeah. I think it's also gotta, important to note though, like that it's healthy to also let your kids know that like if you are communicating something like oh like I don't want you to tell dad or like I don't want you to tell mom like this is for your benefit like I'm not telling you some like I'm not telling them something that will hurt you in mm-hmm. the long run right like because I think that's where like the trust gets misplaced because they think you're just yeah telling them the like gossip. Yeah, yeah or to or get them in trouble them out, mm-hmm. but it's like no like I'm doing this like to better our family like. Yes. Yeah, just be like, my loyalty lies with you, obviously, you're my kid, but however, comma, I think yeah. we need to talk about this, and then, like, have you considered, and obviously, like Anaya was saying, like, give that push, mm-hmm. give it a few days, check your watch, see what time it is, and then be like, <laughs> yeah, you okay, tell your dad yet? To, like, yeah, have you checked in? Is there a reason what's pushing you back? Kind of mm-hmm. also get down to it, because it might yeah. be something different, like, yeah. when you went around, dad was really mean to me one day about this, so now that it's happening again, I'm scared, and then we can also talk about it. I think also, just kind of digging deeper than just yeah. not telling them, but why? Why did you choose me? Over him. Now, obviously, it's yeah. like a girl. She's like, I started a period or something. Then it's going to be different. Yeah. It's situational yeah. for sure. Or it's but like, I hey, like, maybe I can go with you to tell him. I won't say anything, mm-hmm. but I can just be there mm-hmm. for support. Yeah, yeah be an ally. Yeah, I definitely agree. Facts. Um, so, back on, like, the dating topic or whatever, um, there is a very limited number of black men um, on campus. <laughs> Very limited. And I think uh, the last statistic was, like, for every one black man, there's three black women. Um, so they all screaming, my man. And y'all, y'all screaming, screaming, my man. man. Mm. Um, so the fact of the matter is there's way more black women on campus. We make a really small black people make a real small percentage mm. on campus. But black men make an even smaller percentage mm. of that percent. Um, so, like, do y'all date on campus and, like, no, how, like... absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Everybody know everybody. <laughs> everybody trading off. Because um, I don't know everything you done did, and I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah but I just, travels too fast. I just can't... I, I, I can't... I can't date on campus. <laughs> because I feel like I'm getting... I don't want people in my business like that either. One, but I feel like I'm getting... I feel compared. Because... They have ruffled their feathers with maybe a white <laughs> counterpart, and I feel like they trying to test the waters with me, and I because there's so many of them less than me. Though let me just try, let me try the sisters, mm-hmm. and I I can't get down with that. Yeah. I love my brothers though, like love them. Yeah, because the stats are one to three for black women, but it's not versus the snow bunnies. Oh, yeah, now we're getting serious. That's why I'm saying I'm in the international. I don't think oh, I'm yeah, getting compared getting to, but I feel like I am. Like <laughs> I don't. They probably not, but I just feel like. Yeah. What you trying to get with me? Exactly. You don't oh, want man. nobody else's leftovers. No, yeah. like I want to be the male. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just insecure, but, like, it does feel a little bit high schooly with the amount of, like, yes. he says she said a lot of whispering in the There's air. A lot and then you walk in the room, you're like, oh. know too much you guys about the, like, word, <laughs> word in the black community travels so fast. If you think they don't know, baby, we know. They do. We know. It's like, we know. We know. 
It's okay. Don't do it. We know. Just, we know. Just be mindful. We know. Yeah, we're, just because we're also only be black smart. people within like a huge radius, we're bored. The closest <laughs> is our way. Yeah, I'm like, right. And it's, like, it's just Columbus. I'm from there. That's boring too. Like, just be I'm smart. Clean, so, no, the question is absolutely not. But if absolutely I not. That, like, yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> and my friends, though, I love I love them. to pick with Cleveland love people. Love it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's so many of them Cleveland people. Oh no, God. it's so right? funny to get them round up. Yeah, I don't no. even be caring, but I'm like, it's just fun. Okay, so like, do y'all be like talking to people like from back home? Like, yeah, while y'all I talk school? to people everywhere. I don't care where you back are. home. I told yeah, I told them last week. I was like, you got to hit the three C's. You know, what's the three mm-hmm. C's? <laughs> Cleveland, Columbus, <laughs> Cleveland, Columbus, and C. She's from Pennsylvania. You're about to excuse her. You're about to excuse her. Oh, oh, I'm not you. I was like. I know you didn't I'm just say from I'm from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> so you be talking to people from Pennsylvania? Yes, from the Penny. What they got over there? Right. They have an, a very nice. <laughs> I, I just want to know. I've a, never been. There's the Philadelphia. Don't I don't go there though. In my area, my neck of the woods, as they would say. <laughs> oh oh my yeah, God. from Pennsylvania. It's very nice. It's very very beautiful <laughs> black men. Beautiful men. Beautiful black yeah. men. Yeah. I love me but a like, beautiful black man. Love a black man from infinity to infinity. To infinity. But like, infinity. OU, I just can't get down with OU. I think I've outgrown OU. Yeah. I cannot yeah. take OU men seriously. No. Because <laughs> no. we're all in a school. Joke. I no think see, it's no one of them. I feel childish. They are all a joke. <laughs> okay. It's, it's like you think like. No, I try to, to get with no, the bouncer. I did get with the bouncer because he don't go to school here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I broke up with him, but I did get with him. Uh, and hockey men are worse. <laughs> oh my god, hockey! Please, can y'all can y'all tell? That. Like, there's been a lot of discourse. Can you tell when someone is from hockey? Yes. Well, I, okay. Yes. I, I feel like if I was my, they sit on the, the corner. Years, I could tell, but now, like the the hockey dudes and the dumb. underclassmen, Underclass- <gasps> the freshmen look a lot. Yeah. I was about to say the freshmen they kind of blending in with the the Nike techs. Yeah, when they pull up to a party, I'm like, do you even go here? But maybe it's just because I'm getting old. Hood or the V. I'm like, am I getting old? Am I stereotyping? Or the Malone shirt? No, no, the Malone. They got the big V on the back. But like you said, like underclassmen and stuff like that. I guess like technically, like I'm still an underclassman. So it's like, oh, I guess like I can tell. Yes, I'm old. You grown though? (laughs) No, but really. Bye. But like. You can definitely tell. And I think, like, part of, like, I, like, kind of know, like, some of the freshmen because, like, I worked with, like, a lot of them for, like, orientation and stuff. So it's just, like, seeing, like, familiar faces in that. But, like, if you had, like, hookah or something like that. See, I don't go there no more. No, don't go. I suggest, highly suggest. so. I got an altercation with a hawking man for no reason. So <laughs> no, I, I but highly that's why. But no. They just be prowling in hookah. He didn't like that I didn't do a dancing okay, dance see, on them. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about, um, like, the hawking dudes or whatever. I did associate myself with a couple of hawking people last year. Mm-hmm. I don't and, know. No, I don't think it's long distance. Long distance, like, but not worth the distance. It was, no, I'm not saying like that. I'm, I'm just saying like associated, like friends. Like, oh, the way you want to be said, my associate. Okay, <laughs> so not, too much, not too much, not too much. I got the wrong vibe. But, Sneaky I mean, that too, but like, like what I'm talking about now, link. like just like friends or whatever. And like some of them like are still there now. But... And, like, mm. they were, like, fine to me. Like, they were, like, fine. Mm. But this batch that's there now, 
Oh, they're weird. Go to the batch. They are. They're a batch because, like, first of all, no, like they don't stay there for real. Like, they it's only be like two years, if that. I think Mm. they just changed it to a four year college now. Wow, but it's not like a big like university. I'm sorry, y'all. But I think they have changed it to like a four year college. (laughs) It's gonna be a long four years for y'all. Who's y'all? They changed it to a four year. I'm gone. (laughs) Not us. Two. I was about to say I got two, uh, two and a half. I got I I got two. I'm and I have two. I, I got two. Wait. I graduate wait in spring. No, I. Oh my god! But no, they just. But like how she said, like the altercation and hookah and like that stuff. They are very much um, a weird species. Um, I like the word choice. I'll tell them I don't like them. Wow. The word choice. They, in their face. No, they just like they they have like this like. Entitlement like yeah, mentality. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Period. But it's really amped up because they don't know. They're like, nah, I done drove 30 minutes. And it's like, <laughs> it's okay. not even 30 minutes. Like, well, <laughs> you never know. Like, yeah. so that, nah, I done no, came all this really way. the men on campus thinking they're all that because there's so few of them. So mm-hmm. they really think they're that. And it's yeah. not cute. No. It's not cute. not cute. One of my friends saw her sneaky link in a freshman dorm. Oh, not cute. Is it from Hawking? Oh no, no, just here. But no, but I'm saying, but it's like you that bold, like they got, they have. You know, I live here, guys. These kids on this campus have nothing to do. So yeah, they need to get them some activity or something like that. Go to the library, (laughs) study. Something. They have a lot of. Free time. Mm, I candy compared to us, if that makes sense. Um, I don't think because like even the ones that go here, they're not cute. If you ask me. I've been here too long that I know some of them. I'm just like, and if, the, if they freshmen, I'm like, I don't want to create a rock, you know? <laughs> I want to take a little baby. She said, I don't want to create a rock. Please. Rock. The 18. No, yeah. I, mm, I dated somebody younger than me once. No, Absolutely not. Never again. I got to entertain somebody younger than me. I was supposed to say, I, I entertain. Can't do that I didn't date. Seriously. I can't I didn't do that. I entertain Because then they, this is the entertainment. They start to get in their feelings more than you. That's nice. I just I like. Can't do it. But I got to. I think, like, there are, like, some, like, younger people <laughs> who, like. Are mature. Are Yeah, like, are mature than others. But, like, the ones that I run into, I'm like, absolutely not. Like, mm-hmm. you act like a child. Literally, why? Why are you acting like a child? Yeah, and I think it got a lot to do with my residence because my residence, I just be like, you're literally like, yeah. be for real. Be like, F-F-R. why are you acting yeah. like this? Like, you're grown. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're in college. Absolutely. Like, I probably would have enjoyed it as like my freshman self, but like now, I'm over it. Nope. Yeah. I like to just. I rather just don't. Talk, I don't talk to anybody. I mean, somebody <laughs> called me, but I. I don't <laughs> I mean, I talked to somebody, but hey man, I have a question, a follow up. They're question. not. Oh God. Oh wait. Colored. <laughs> it's okay. We won't tell anybody. No, I'm kidding. Girl, I got um, the same. I... <laughs> <laughs> what's, your what's your question? Yeah. <laughs> How to follow up? Do y'all think that your dating experiences will change when you're like in grad school or like Joy? Since you're younger, do you think towards your senior year or like? I don't know. My dating th- experiences changed throughout my college career. Definitely. I went to a white man. I realized I can't do him. I can't do him. Can't do it. I started talking to black men. We love black men to infinity. Infinity, but also just the maturity mm-hmm. as well. Like, 
Because white men I can't get down with them. White men don't have to mature. They're always going to be coddled. They're but men white don't men. mature like, either. Mm-hmm. Like in general, white, black, Chinese, Hispanic. I think sometimes they do. Like if there's something in front of them that forces them to mature, they will. Yeah. I think, but I think it also just goes back to like, Men will do what they want for who they want. Ooh, yeah, you're right. That and if you're not true. that person, you just not that person. So stop trying. And so, like, don't yeah. like you chasing for what? Like, if he wanted you, he would have showed you by now. Yeah. Sis. They really good at talking. Though. And yeah, they do they a lot really of talking. Telling you, but they, they, they want don't you. do. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, don't do me, it. I'm gonna talk back. I'm gonna give you a run for your money. <laughs> like, like they don't. Over. They gonna do what they want for who they want. Mm-hmm. And if you're not that girl, you just not that girl. Never like. And I don't care. Cause I baby, feel like also a lot next. of black women try to be that girl. Yeah. And they're like, you oh my gosh, I love you, so you have to love me and change for me. It's not going to no, happen. Right. Like, we, like, we just up. have to be not like, we want to be like, <laughs> I don't, like, every, they just like want to like fix people. <laughs> yeah, like, you want to be that girl. You want to be that girl that like change him? No, girl. He's still going to be who he is until he's 40. Like, stop. Well, not, like, well, not just that, but like, he might have stopped a little, but someone's going to start him back up. Ooh. Someone's gonna walk by and he's gonna be like, you know what? This was not worth me being better for. And then they're gonna, you know. So I think th- it hurts seeing that though. No, it oh it oh it does. Oh boy, when you see somebody you it. messing with and you did all you could and then they with somebody else. Like you made somebody a so better man. Better, and you just like, I built that. I don't <laughs> feel bad, y'all. Why? I used to, but I don't anymore. Cause you, that was that was my place in your life. I That's all I had yeah. to do. That's, That's a good way to Because if I was still with you, I would be mad about it. That's because yeah. I'm not still with you. That's true. Oh, I think I, okay. I think I, I get mad at the wasted time though, because it's yeah. like yeah. I spent yeah. all this time. That's what I get mad at. So you got to think like, what did you get out of it? Because me, I learned heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like me, like Depression. I learned more of what I like and what I don't like in men. Yeah. So it helped me for the next person to make yeah. those decisions because he did this one thing, even though I helped him become a better person. He did this one thing and I didn't like it, mm-hmm. or he did this one thing and I really liked it. So going into my next mm-hmm. encounter, I know what to do. I have more. Or like no. knowledge of what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. So it's just figuring out like really. I feel like it's like learning yourself in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a instead of just like building a man. Like it's not as hurt. external as it seems. Like figure out what you can take from it, and then it'll make your experiences a lot better. Mm-hmm. Nah, it might have shown me in my worth a little bit. Like you don't deserve this, but that's. I think that was pretty much it. But honestly, definitely. I. Um, I just can't. I can't. I didn't did the. I didn't did the build a nigga before. I can't. But I'm I tired can't. of going to build a bear. I, I can't date. <laughs> neighborhood, the village. Yeah. Then put a school in the neighborhood. Bought <laughs> a bus. Bought the, bus. Bus. the builder. Right. You hear me? The bus like, broke down. Like for the Low tax rates. <laughs> Public library. Gave him mm-hmm. free food. <laughs> Free meal. Meal plan. Meal plan. Flex. Somewhere to sleep. Like, reduce reduce <laughs> No, slope. being that friend is hard. What? 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 The homegirl? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just the homegirl. I'm just the cool girl. Ah, yeah. Just they cool. Call me, oh, she cool. Yeah, they like, yeah. oh, she's cool. Like, she's, she don't have to worry about her. Uh, my friend, an instance what happened with this. My friend was like, he was like on some social media platform or something like that and like, his girl saw my, me on the page, and like she like went buck wild, 
And he was, she's a homegirl, like, chill out, chill out, chill out. Yeah. But sometimes your homeboy be trying to be with you for real while he calling you home. Girl. Yeah, so yeah, that's like, the scary part. That's where yeah, you have to draw the line. Yeah, like, like if you like, told him yes, then it would, would be awful. Yeah, like, like if you call at least two or three of your homeboys right now, they'd be on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. you tell them like, for like, like, sure. What you doing tonight? Like, like if I was like, come, spill? like, come over tonight. Come over They really the friend because you said that boundary. No, right. But they're waiting for their opportunity. That's so predatory. Yeah, so one like dude I had to really cut off because I was like, no, I, I see have. you wanting to be more than that, and yeah. you're not that, and I Cross keep calling you big bro, times. but you call me princess. <laughs> no. Oh, princess, princess is crazy. Oh my god, no, princess is so cringy to me. I cringy. Can, I can never let a What's dude your call favorite me name like baby girl, baby girl. I love baby girl. <laughs> I like princess. Like, I can't. I'm but listen, sorry. no. I think I probably. If I'm being treated like a princess, why would you not call me I princess? Be queen T. Bye. Queen. Queen. Hell, but no, like queen. I can't be called. <laughs> Y'all don't hate mine. I I can't oh, be I called. I cannot be called princess because that's what my father calls me. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like every um, time somebody, I be like, Ugh. I wouldn't know that. Mine is mamas. Oh, oh yeah, that, okay. okay. I, I like that. Okay, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like mamas. I like mama. I be like, oh no, no, I yeah, don't like you. that one. Mama, because why? Like, I don't call my mom. I call my mom mother or mom. Yeah, I don't say I don't, mommy. I, I don't say mama. I don't say mom. Like nothing I'm mama, like that. I call my mama mama. Cute. mama. I yeah, don't mama. know because I feel like but I feel like sometimes with the, with the S. yeah with the S. Yeah, no, not okay, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's mommy issues that you're kind of like, like putting on to like, You made a point. Like, you made a point. Like, now. But baby girl no, really just it grinds the gears. She's passing your princess over here, so I really am. Yeah, you do. You she are like a princess. I like really the wheel. But like, it takes a lot for me to like really. You gotta get to that point because you just can't call me baby girl out of nowhere. Oh no, I'm gonna be like, you can't call me mamas out of nowhere. My dad calls me baby girl, so that's why I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, my dad calls me A lot of the nicknames like that I don't like. It's because like family members call me it. Queen T. Have you met? Oh, queen is crazy. No, I would never do that. Come here, queen. My beautiful black queen. But what do y'all call? Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna ask. I was gonna say, what y'all call your man? Don't ask, don't answer that. Do not answer that. Do you, know what I, you know what I'm gonna say? I exactly know Mama's answer. So I'm not gonna answer that because I don't She's know who tuned in on this episode. So we just gonna keep that one to ourselves. Man. <laughs> a little explicit. Okay, but so. But minds are red. <laughs> before we wrap up for tonight, I got just one more question. Um, the men also answered this last week. Um, and they kind of had, like, different, like, it was all over the place, honestly. Um, but to y'all, what is the difference between talking, dating, oh. and a relationships? And then within each of those stages, like, what are the limitations? I don't, I hate You it. are not in a relationship until he has asked you to, to be, be his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. Hello. Period. That's, well, that's the end of that. End of that. I feel like that. that's it. Yeah, what's that's all you have to say. That's, that's it. Private. I don't care if he call you baby, bae, you my girl. Mm-hmm. If you are not your girlfriend. So he ain't telling you about his mama out. If you haven't came out and said, you are my girlfriend, or will you be my girlfriend? 
I'm not your girlfriend. But no, me, that part. For me, you don't get to just say, you're my girlfriend. Oh, I'm you have sorry. to ask me. I have to, yeah. I have to say mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. You don't get to just be like, you're my girlfriend. Okay, yeah. and that's, I still have an opinion. Yeah. And ask me. And that's something that's Try kind of like, I've been erased over the past like decade or so. This yes. whole like formally asking people I to was stuff. Just so and it's more yes. so like assuming. Like, it wouldn't have to be explained. Yeah, like, that, no, it's not. No, We're doing a three-page paper on it. Just break it down like I'm a dummy. It's because I, I am. No, it's perfectly. They will take you to meet their family. Like calling you, you baby, I'm gonna say no. I'm treating you like the Get girlfriend. Get mad when you tell somebody when you but talk about another man. Going a long time without a title is dangerous because yes. without titles, That's you can't just jump from talking shit. and hanging out to moving in together. Yeah, because what have, do you tell? What do you tell the leasing agent? Like, oh, we just we chill. We're we hang out. We're best I have a problem with people putting a date on stuff though. Like I overheard somebody was like. Yeah, we're we've been cool. We've been together. We've been talking, chilling for like five months. And he said he's gonna say something. He's gonna ask me on like November first. Hmm. I'm like, but is what if, what if y'all established? But what's is, happening on October thirty first? Is it a birthday? Is it an <laughs> no, anniversary? My only thing is, don't ask me on no important day. Like, don't ask me on my birthday. Don't yeah. ask me on Christmas. Yeah, don't ask me on Thanksgiving. No. Don't ask me on my mama's birthday. Like, because yeah, the goal is to create more dates, day. not yeah. make a date Fast. a double meeting. Right. I don't want to do that. I need my own date. I'm that yeah. important. I just yeah, don't birthday. get. I I I hear it so no, often. I, the date thing. They're gonna yeah. let's let's yeah, revisit this on October twenty fourth. Okay, I hate that because. Why am I giving you a deadline? Like, no, why no, do you not feel inclined you, but what you to gonna make do in between that date? And that's I'm gonna give you a deadline though. You might not know about it, but I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. you got a like, bit. Oh, yeah, but together. Yeah. You got a, you got a few more months. If you don't get it together, I'm gonna. Oh, you're yeah. gonna, <laughs> and you're gonna, gonna say, be like, and you're gonna be like, what happened? Because I'm not exactly. gonna explain. I'm exactly. just gonna be like, bye. But having to be vocal about it is the problem. Yeah, I was gonna say that's why in the beginning of relationships you gotta establish certain things like boundaries with sex boundaries with like interacting with other people like yes. what makes you comfortable and uncomfortable mm. in front of me do I want you doing the most with people yes. like how long do you typically stay out of a relationship before you get committed like what do you consider being a serious relationship all I that I think a lot of those questions get eliminated of when the relationship is like official yep. though like mm-hmm. when we've established like, that we're in a relationship mm-hmm. like I shouldn't have to talk to you about oh, no, boundaries saying, with other women oh, like, no, I'm that saying should that never the, be no I'm saying the beginning of the relationship we need to be talking about that and learning cues so that way six months from now there's no confusion like yeah. this your syllabus. <laughs> this is what's being learned. Here's the but I feel yeah, like here's the assignment. I feel like no, that all that all just go back to what Anaya said. If we not together, if you haven't asked me to be mm-hmm. your girlfriend, I don't have to do anything for you, honestly and truly. Yeah. You don't. You don't think but those boundaries need set early? Like, me, I have like different phases. I guess you could say because right. like. I'm not going to act like you're a girlfriend and we're talking. Oh, yeah. absolutely and not. I'm not going to act like absolutely we're talking not. and I'm your girlfriend. Absolutely. Like, yeah. You get different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Different, yeah. Different, yeah. different like, boundaries but when you you're at different ex- levels. I think that too, Because if exactly. we start talking and you say, yeah, we just chilling, automatically not taking you serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll never, I'll never meet your family and I right. don't want to meet them. And if you want me to meet your family, you're crazy. <laughs> the grandma crazy. went outside. Because like, I'm I don't a girlfriend. You. And I'm not accepting any exactly. gifts and you're not expecting anything not from me. Not accepting gifts, you lost me. No, <laughs> no, I don't think I don't want I don't want anything from you. Oh, I don't want anything from you. I kind of feel you. I kind of feel you. No, I don't want anything no. from you if th- there's nothing significant behind it. If you're right. just giving this a to bear me to because you just like yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel. I mean, we just chilling type of thing. Yeah. What else? Like, what else do mm-hmm. you need? 
Yeah. I get. I don't get that. What else do you need when you trying to invite invite me over to your crib and you want to meet your family? You trying to buy me gifts? You we taking pictures? Where, and that's where you're telling me you love me and mm-hmm. you talking about we're talking, baby. Mm-hmm. Get out. Come on now. Red yeah, because that's where that's where the whole I want to put a title on thing things go. And that's I don't I get it though. Because why are we not using? The one one thing I heard we're, was we're because I just yeah, we, I yeah, just came from one relationship. I don't feel like jumping to another relationship. The only person that worrying about during relationship me and you. <laughs> I don't give a rat tail if you jumping from if you hot scop whatever you're doing. I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, so if that's the case, don't talk to nobody. Yeah. But then that's a problem with yes. men or women. That's the problem what they have is then you need somebody. You don't want somebody. You mm-hmm. need somebody. Yeah. Then you got yeah. a problem with that. Then you, you don't know Jesus. how to be alone. Yeah. Yes. But I think that's... time by yourself is so important. Yeah. Like, it I is. Be by myself. Exactly. You got to love yourself to love somebody else because when you don't know how to love yourself, then how you going to love somebody else? Because, look, if you don't know how to love yourself, you don't know how you like to be loved. Exactly. So how do you expect somebody else to love you? And that's right. how you're able to communicate that. But not, I'm not going to try and puzzle piece you together. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not about to figure. And then we make a whole puzzle piece just for you to tell me we best friends. Like literally, I'm not. You speaking from the soul with <laughs> him. You're, to- you're telling the truth, though, and I I understand your pain. I'm done with these <laughs> men. And that comes from you knowing your worth. Like, you knowing what boundaries yeah. you want set because you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, talking, y'all, that's my biggest pet peeve. I think it's so dumb. I hate it. I hate the talking. I won't age. Age. And I think it's something our generation created. It is. Oh, definitely. Back in the day when Bill Bev and DeVoe was spending words talking to nobody because you know what it was called it was called dating yeah like dating around or they've been you know seeing yeah. each other they'll like, ask you on a date not mm-hmm. hey let's my mom and I had an argument. Let's watch yeah. Netflix. My mom was Netflix and chill. Yeah. My mom it's was so chill. mad. She Hook goes, "What That's are you what doing?" Is. I was like, "Well, it's he said we're talking." She goes, "Ah, yeah. there's no such thing as talking." Yeah, my mom we was talk like, every "What is day. that?" I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. We're talking all the time. <laughs> exactly. That's what my mom would be like too. She'd be Same. like, "Um, yeah. she'd be like, talking? so what? She'd be like, y'all together?" I'd be like, "No." I'd be like, "No, we're talking." Um, so so you're single, so you can do what you want. That's why I think it's a generational thing because our parents don't get it. What is the definition of talking? There is no definition. You're dating around. You're openly. You're openly dating. That's what that. Not even openly dating. Not even texting. Yeah. It's either sneaky link or texting. Maybe a FaceTime call when I'm on the way. That's it. I mean, I think there. I think there are levels to it though. Levels to who? To talking. (laughs) Maybe there's no. I don't know about. Okay, wait. We put our levels. I'm not saying I would ever do it again, but I <laughs> definitely was talking to a guy and completely believed that we were in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, I'm the same part. And then at the end of the situation, it was a situationship is what it was. That's what Agreed. talking leads to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, he like he was like, I never wanted a girlfriend to begin with. And I'm like, I thought I was there. I feel like the like, talking... I thought, yeah. Like, yeah, I thought I was feeling I feel you. like the talking stage is literally just a setup for like... It's just like a scapegoat for people it, that like do a, not want to yeah. commit to anything. Mm-hmm. But they want you to only be, they only want you, you to be occupied by them. And they See, and need that's what they got some... messed up. Because, baby, I'm doing what I want to do. Exactly. So I feel like talking is like the the biggest it's goal, the biggest outcome from talking is a situation shift. Yeah. That's but a the biggest prob- outcome from I have, dating I have is never, I have never Courtship. talked to somebody <laughs> and it been like, oh, like this went somewhere. No. No. It no. always goes downhill. It always. But it that's never because fails. they need somebody. Facts. I don't want you. If they wanted you, they would have did. They would have dated you. Exactly. More of the story. Know your worth. 
Don't yeah. let these people, whoever, whatever you. And get therapy. <laughs> get therapy. Um, what else? Stay black in your blackness. Hello. Even in white spaces. Amen. All don't be that. intimidated. We're family here. We're trying to support each other. Be proud of each other and don't be intimidated by somebody's success. It doesn't mm-hmm. make you any less. Like just everybody I didn't mean to rhyme a little, but yeah. I did. That's a question. That yeah. yeah. Like, you know. We don't all, be envious. We right. all want to sit at the table. Yeah. Yeah. We can all eat. For we can real. squeeze through. Mm-hmm. Right. We everybody got to the seat. table. Yep. Well, thank you so much, T, Anaya, for being here with us this week. Thank you. Thank y'all so much. Um, So make sure that y'all tune in next week. Um, Thank you for listening and tune in again next week to see what's happening at this moment.